Blog Talk Radio. This show is dedicated to my mother and father. From beginning to end, we'll always love you. Ready, set, Welcome to the Couch Potato Sports Show, your internet radio home for all sports, news, and talk. Join Sonny Clark, the hardest working man in sports radio, and the best co-host anyone could ask for, Cuervo. We cover it all, NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, as well as indoor football and high school sports. Now, it's time. Here's Sonny Clark.
You know, it's really, really boring to me. Well, hold on. Let's start this over. This show is dedicated to my mother and father. From beginning to end, we'll always love you. Ready, set, Welcome to the Couch Potato Sports Show, your internet radio home for all sports, news, and talk. Join Sonny Clark, the hardest working man in sports radio, and the best co-host anyone could ask for, Cuervo. We cover it all, NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, as well as indoor football and high school sports. Now, it's time. Here's Sonny Clark. Oh, Yo, 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 everybody, welcome to the Couch Potato Sports Show. It is me, Sonny Clark, the hardest working man in sports radio. We were on mute there for a little bit, so we restarted it. I was having a great conversation with myself, but guess what, everybody? Welcome to week one of the 2019 NFL season, as we will be going over all of them and checking out all the news notes and everything that you'll need to know here on the Couch Potato Sports Show in week number one of the NFL. And I will tell you right now, this is just what we do best, guys. You know, sometimes you just have to stick with some of the things that you know and know well, and this is just what we do and what we know well. And there's nothing wrong with being on top of what you know. And I will tell you, when you look at a lot of things that happen um, here in the off season and getting ready for week number one, I, I, I will tell you, there's, it, it's been like the, uh, what do you say, the, uh, you know, the soap opera that you could possibly have going on, it is there. And I will tell you now, I'm, I'm tired of the soap opera. Because as we move into week number one, it's not about the news is not about anticipation of week number one and how great it is. Okay, that bothers me because that's what should be going on here. But oh no, contrary, my friend, it's all about one guy. And guys, this is one of the reasons why people hate football players. This is one of the reasons why. People hate self-centered pains in the asses that Antonio Brown is. Now, the tumultuous 24 hours that this guy just went through, okay, is something that he brought on himself. And let me tell you something. I, I could give two shakes of crap about this guy in reality as far as what he's all about. I don't feel sorry for Antonio Brown. I think he's a jerk. I wouldn't have him on my football team, and I do realize how much talent this guy is. But if I was going to build a football team, I wasn't going to build a guy, a, a team with a guy that has it all about him. And that is the problem right here with Antonio Brown. And, uh, frankly, it's not fair to his teammates. Now, whether or not he wanted to be in Oakland or not, we can sit there and argue that all day long. But this is really simple. That guy was bringing home – bringing home bank. And, and, and here's one thing I'm going to put it out to Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown, if you think you got it so rough in the NFL, okay, why don't you go out and get a real job and you want to see how real rough it's going to be. If you're not Antonio Brown, if you're just Antonio Brown, the no football playing guy, you will find out how rough life is. And this is the reason why people don't like him. 
because there are people out there. See, me, I just don't like him because of his arrogance. His arrogance gets in the way of anything as far as talent is concerned. Good, bad, or indifferent, I don't want to hear from him. I, I, I just, I, you know, you know, this, and I knew what it was about. And I called this, you go back into my archives. I said, this is not going to last very long. And I don't like a guy. This guy can't drive up. I, I mean, this guy would have been better just showing up in a limo. Oh, but I'm Antonio Brown. I can't do. I can't just show up in a limo. I gotta make it about me. I gotta make it big. I gotta make it. I show up in a hot air balloon. Give me a break. And, and no, I don't feel sorry for him. And, and, and forget it. This is the kind of guy that tears down football teams because he doesn't get what he wants. Now, the 24 hours, you know, and may I, I am glad that the Oakland Raiders decided to get their heads out of their behinds and say, listen, you know, you can't, you can't be this way to our general manager. And, and they finally backed him, and I don't care. And this team will be so much better without the headache and the pain in the arts that this guy is, because he is. And he is the guy that destroys teams. Now, that having been said, with where Antonio Brown is right now, over in New England, yeah, he picked up $10 million guaranteed, lost some money, good, good. Because I'm going to tell you, this is the reason. Him, him and him, showing up in a limo at training camp would have been a little over the top, but hey, that would have been more acceptable than a stupid hot air balloon, which, by the way, you, again, go back into our archives. I saw this coming from 100 miles away because of egos and selfishness that a guy like an Antonio Brown has and has shown that it's all about him in reality is the reason why teams will go down. And, and teams cannot afford an Antonio Brown. Now, the only team that might be able to knock some sense into his head would be the Patriots. And there's a lot of story about that as well. You know, is it tampering? You know, all this other crap, which no one cares about. Simple fact of the matter is the NFL will deal with it. But but he's over now in New England. And if anything's going to help this guy, it's going to be New England. Oh, you didn't know? <laughs> Your ass better call somebody! I'm doing fantastic. Yes, week number one. It's it, it's time. It's time to get serious. It's time to knock it out. But obviously, you know, th- th- what makes me mad, Cuervo, is week number one isn't about what may come ahead of us in week number one to start this out. We're talking about Antonio Brown. This guy, a total punk. I- I'm sorry. I'm, I'm tired of giving this guy any benefit of the doubt. And, and now, granted, He's now over in New England. You know, we can sit and talk about the cheating and all that other. It's simple fact that he's there, and it is what it is. Nothing anybody can do about it in reality. So now, here we go. Antonio Brown, you know, it, it, we're, we're talking about him instead of week number one. And, hell, this guy is not even eligible to play in week number one. It's a joke. 
Hey, Sonny, this is our show. We don't have to talk about that clown if we don't want to. The, everything about him is, is we we're stating the obvious, you know. The guy, the guy's a, is a drama queen who cried his way out of Pittsburgh. Then, you know, he wasn't uh, exactly getting his way in in Oakland with Mike Mayock and John Gruden, so he cried his way out of there too. And he thought the situation was going to get better. Now he gets to deal with. Uh, you know, Bill Belichick and Tom Brady. So I'm really gonna, I'm really interested to see how that's gonna play out. Just my opinion. I I don't I don't see it happening uh, for very long. That's just my opinion. Well, ten million, they're gonna have to make it work for a little bit. I mean, because you're giving out if you're the Patriots, you're giving out ten ten million immediately. Well, that's that's so, what they, you know, that's what we thought about the Raiders too, Sonny, and, and they guaranteed him a whole lot more money than that. I mean, yeah, but they don't so, have to pay it. They don't have to pay that guaranteed money now. You know, as soon as as soon as Antonio Brown shows up and he is somewhat of a good boy, they're going to have to give it to him. Well, I mean, it, what is it? I think it's like nine or ten that he's getting, like you said. So, um, I, I'm just I'm just really interested to see. I mean, it's it's all it's all a honeymoon right now, and everybody's happy, and you know, everybody's sending each other hearts on Instagram and Twitter and all that stuff. Oh, it's so much love. Wait till he shows up. Wait till everybody sees who he truly is. Because social media doesn't tell you the whole story. Anybody can make anybody look like like a you know a child, uh, a, a, an angel. But once he shows up and they see see who he really is, then um, then we're gonna find out the real, uh, the the true I guess feeling of. of them welcoming him to uh, the Patriot way, quote unquote. Yes, exactly. And it's all about the Patriot way over there, or you, you do hit the highway. Uh, so it'll be really interesting to see what ends up happening going on over there um, as, as far as that is concerned. So uh, we're all set and ready to go. I mean, we can talk. It's time. Let's get into it. We got a lot of games to cover, but let's just recap what happened Thursday night, although I know you don't want to talk about it. Um, and, and I completely understand. No, not really. And that. Uh, but unfortunately, um, the Packers did go ahead and uh, beat Chicago um, uh, on Thursday night. Um, and I, I guess we'll talk about a little bit more about that one um, in reality next week when the Chicago Bears uh, play. So I guess we can go ahead and slide that out. But let's go ahead and do this. Before we get too started, I know I got the area code 609. Bring it on, my friend. What's up, my brother? We got Jersey in the house here starting the year off, off of the ninth championship in 16 years. How are you guys making out? We're doing good. How can we help you this morning? We're good, Jersey. Hey, quick question, guys. In my standard league, uh, I got Diggs in there right now because you can only go with two wide receivers. My bench I have is uh, Malvin Jones for uh, Tyrell Williams, the standard league. If Diggs goes, do I pl- I'll play him because he's got a hamstring issue, or do I go with either Melvin Jones from Detroit or Tyrell Williams since uh, the troublemaker's not there anymore in Oakland? He's a troublemaker going to be in New England. <laughs> I've I've always I've always liked Tyreek Williams. I always have. 
Um, I wouldn't play, to be honest. The the, the hamstring in, injury always scares me, uh, and the only yeah. reason why is I've had the experience with the with the hamstring. You're, you're at best eighty percent, and really in reality, you don't necessarily want to go uh, to that unless you're going to be able to destroy the other side of the ball. And yeah, so I think I stay away from the hammy, and I move on. And I I go ahead and I play Williams. I don't know about Cuervo. Cuervo, take a take a shot at this one. Yeah, I mean, it's a tough one because, um, like you said, hamstrings are kind of tricky sometimes. But for me, I think it's all about just matchup and, and really instinct. And I know that's probably a bad way to put it, but, uh, you know, that's just week one for you. I mean, you just never know what's going to happen in reality. So I think Minnesota is playing, I want to say, uh, who the hell played Minnesota playing? I can't remember. They're playing uh, – Minnesota I gotta look at Atlanta. it. Atlanta. Atlanta's number number Atlanta, twenty against right. the pass, so it'd be a good play if he was healthy. But who knows? That's why I still gotta ask you guys what you. But like I said, Tyron Williams. I don't know if it's gonna be the Josh Jacobs games in Oakland. Um, I got Kenyon Johnson in my other leg. He's a running back for Detroit, so they run the ball. But Marvin Jones, you know, like I said, he's going against a crappy. Uh, uh, team, so who knows? I mean, is, is Denver a good defense this year? They're on the road. Who knows against Oakland? You know what I mean? And that's why I want to pick your brain, see what you guys thought. Well, here's well, one thing I, I will. Here's what I will tell you. I think I, I hmm? take that back. I didn't know you had Marvin Jones. I put in Marvin Jones. They're going to be up against the Arizona defense. Um, you know, yeah. and you know, and, and he he might just have a complete and utter field day out there today. Um, and, and I I love Marvin Jones. Cuervo. I've had a I've had a man crush on this guy for the last two years. I think mm-hmm. this is the year he actually breaks out. So you picking him up is actually a good thing. All right. I'll do that. And my last question, in my PPR, I got Keenan Allen, Josh Gordon, and I'm starting Shepard this week, you know, from the Giants. I think, you know, because they got to throw it him sooner or later. Uh, my problem is Robbie Anderson going against a tough defense, tough defender. Um, smart move, sitting Anderson and playing Shepard. Actually, they're giving, in my league, they're giving Anderson like 12.13 and Shepard almost 13 points as a possibility. You know what I mean? But Anderson, Anderson going to get some tough quarterbacks there, man, that have shut him down. And yeah, one time he did go four for 74 for a TD, but what's your feeling on that? It's Buffalo's defense. I like Shepard, and that, and I think that's a good play. And who's the other guys that you got going there or, or that you had Detroit's of? Well, Robbie Anderson I have sitting now because he banged up a little bit, but he's going against tough tough cornerbacks there, tough cornerbacks. So it made me think this week. Yeah, yeah, he has he has Adam maybe four times, one time went four for seventy four in a touchdown, but the other three times he got shut down by the cornerbacks of Buffalo. Yeah, I, no, but who are the other guys that you're starting? I'm starting Keenan Allen. I'm starting Josh Gordon, and then Sterling Shepard would be my third one. I'll tell you right now, 
Josh Gordon's going to have a tough time on Monday night against that Pittsburgh defense. So I, you know, okay. square that around. You might want to take. You might want to rethink it as you do have two hours and forty minutes before the kickoff. Um, I, right. you, I, I don't know. I don't know, Cuervo. What do you think? I mean, I think Josh Gordon, even though they're going to try to get him the ball in reality over there, Cuervo. Right. But the simple fact of the matter is, I mean, the Pittsburgh defense. I mean, what do you think, Cuervo? Yeah, honestly, I don't know if Gordon's a very good play um, just because of how late he finally showed up to uh, to camp for New England. So I just, and we all know how that works. When you're not when you're not putting in the time, you're not going to get the ball uh, when, if you're playing with Tom Brady. So um, I would say. Yeah, I, I, I don't yeah. think he might get a few catches. He might get one deep ball, but I don't think right. he's making a huge impact hey, in that game. Last one, I'll let you go. I got I got Jameson Winston starting today over uh, Lamar Jackson. Due to the fact that Jackson's in Baltimore, I don't know how he's going to pass. Again, we know Miami's tanking, but it's in Miami, as where um, Tampa Bay got a better set of receivers than Baltimore, and they're going against uh, San Francisco in Tampa Bay. So right now I have I have Winston in there sort of over uh, Lamar Jackson. What do you guys think of that? That's my last question. I, you know, I, I look at Lamar Jackson. You know, they do have the Miami defense. He might be able to get some work out there. I I I just don't I just don't trust Lamar Jackson. Maybe maybe I, maybe it's he hasn't passed the 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 couch potato eye test yet. So <laughs> he, he is he is just one that I especially in the fantasy. It's bad enough that they got to figure out whether or not they want really want him to start in Baltimore. Obviously they do, but at the same time, man, you know that 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 one is really really tough. And who else do you have? Well, I have, Jamie, I have Winston, Jameson Winston, uh, which should do well this year. He could, he, he could finish in the top four or five. It depends if he doesn't throw interceptions and stays healthy. But you got that. You got you got Mike Evans. You got that that tight end. You got the other receiver. I mean, they're loaded. They got the running game and their defense stinks. So I think it's going to be a shootout against San Francisco in Tampa Bay as we're balling this defense is tough. So you know, Jackson might How many points do you lose on interceptions? Uh, I think it's a point, that's gonna a point be, or two. That's gonna that's gonna be the difference. I think Jameis Jameis Winston is is a is a turnover monster. Um, and like you right. said, both of these teams are right now. Both these two teams are trying to figure out who they are. Um, and right. but I think I I think I, as crazy as it may sound, I think I go ahead and I start Jameis Winston because I don't right. know what's going on with Lamar Jackson. Um, I don't know how much he's actually gonna run the ball, even though it's really set that way. And I don't know how the pursuit of Miami is set for this game. I don't like Miami's defense against a set offense that is that a traditional, you know, you know, pocket passing team. It's a little bit of a different monster in, in Baltimore there. Um, so, you know, I don't know how Miami will react to it. It will just all – in reality, they just have to handle the run, you know, the second monster that's in the backfield there, Cuervo. So, I don't know, Cuervo, would you go Winston or do you go Lamar Jackson? I absolutely would go Winston. Look, 
I, 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 I have Winston in one of my leagues as well. I, I really like what could be with James Winston this year. I think Bruce Arians is going to elevate his game. I think he's going to, you know, make him a better quarterback and, and take his game to the next level. I really expect that. That's why I took a flyer on James Winston. I'm going to start him in one of my leagues today. Um, and, and the other thing, too, is, you know, as we've seen in the past, some way, somehow, and I have never been able to explain it, Miami's just a different team at home. Their, their game elevates, especially defensively, uh, when they're at home. If this game was in Baltimore, Jersey, I would say Lamar Jackson all the way. However, okay. because this game is on the road down in Miami, for some reason, the Dolphins are just a, a much better team at home. So I really think Lamar Jackson is going to struggle. On top of that, I really think with Mark Lindbergh now down there, they want to get him involved as well. So uh, I, I say James. I, I think I'll, you're right, Cuervo, because last year, last year I picked the Miami Dolphins to beat the the New England Patriots last year. That's right. I pat myself on my back on that pick. Everybody thought I was nuts, but there is something about that Miami air that they get a little bit crazy yeah. down there. Yeah, I, I agree with you guys. Thank you guys. I appreciate you guys. I appreciate it very much. It's a lot to you guys uh, this upcoming fantasy season. And thanks again for the insight. I appreciate it. You have a safe day. Thank you. Good, good luck, Jersey. Good, good to care. see Jersey. Jersey? Jersey has been coming on the show forever. <laughs> I'm glad that he has. And he, he doesn't show up every week, but, you know, we, we'll handle it. We'll see what hey, we can Sonny, do. What, what, yeah. Did you hear what he said, though, at the beginning? Nine out of 16 championships? I don't want to take credit, but, I mean, he does call the show off. I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> Maybe that's it. Maybe, <laughs> Maybe we're just that good. <laughs> But you know, it's always good to hear from Jersey in the house. I yeah, I love I love having them out. Now that having been said, of course that's just the name of the show. As we get set and ready to go, it is it is that time. It is time to get to the brass nuts of just what we do best here, and that is NFL football, and that is to take a look at all the games that are all set and ready to go. So that being said, that's the name of the show. Let's head into week number one, and we will start off in Atlanta taking on the the Minnesota Vikings. This game is in Minnesota, and guys, I don't get it. I've been watching – well, hold on. I have been watching, and I have been listening. This new craze about the Atlanta Falcons all of a sudden finding, finding you know, pay dirt. Hey, listen, $22 million a year for your wide receiver, that guy's happy, that's always good. But remember, you still got Matt Ryan throwing the football to him. And I don't know what's wrong with Matt Ryan. I don't know if he can get over the mental uh, Super Bowl, uh, you know, crushing uh, defeat that he took after they had the huge lead. But this guy has not been the same. And if you think he is, you're not watching. But, you know, I don't understand why all of a sudden everybody thinks the Atlanta Falcons are the teams that beat in the NFC South. I, I don't get it. But. It is being talked about. I'm hearing about it, and I just don't trust it. Up in Minnesota, it's not much better, but they are in Minnesota, Cuervo. So when you're looking at this game, there's a lot to talk about. Is it going to be the old Matt Ryan and the Julio Jones since Julio is happy and everything else? Will we see Atlanta take that step forward in becoming competitors and you know a team that can compete in the NFC South? Right now, they got to get past the 
Saints, I don't see it. But it does start out with week number one in Minnesota, who really, in fact, you know, you take a look at the quarterback position, is the Debbie Downer of this football team. So when you're looking at this game, Cuervo, what are you looking at, my friend? Um, let me make sure I'm tracking. We're talking Atlanta and Minnesota. Minnesota. Okay, that's what I thought. Um, no, I I mean, I'll be honest on you. Week one for me is like, I just, I just take a flyer on how I, how I see these games because week one, I, I, I went back the past couple of years and there have been so many upsets in week one of the National Football League that, it's almost not worth doing homework and trying to analyze things because week one is just so whack, but like out of place and wacko. And it's, so I, I just go based off of pure instinct, Sonny. So with that being said, um, a lot of changes for both teams. Um, first of all, uh, the Minnesota side, you know, Dalvin Cook is back, which is huge for them. Yeah. He looks really good in the preseason. Huge! Uh, so I'm really, I'm really interested to see how, how they get him involved uh, instead of having to rely on uh, your boy Kirk Cousins and getting, you know, getting those receivers and, and Kyle Rudolph. And when did Kirk Cousins become my buddy? <laughs> Oh, he's always been your buddy. Oh, he's your number one. He's your number one target. He's your number one yeah, target you that, that you love to pick yeah. on. Your number My two buddy. target just signed with the Colts, by the way. I don't know if you knew that or not. I did know about that. Yes, our wonderful. Um, oh crap! That you know, his name slipped in my mind. He should never. Brian he's Hoyer. the worst quarterback. Thank you, Brian Hoyer. After he gets cut by the Patriots, you know. So there you go. Yeah. So, but so, yeah. I, mean, I, just, I just want to see the. Yeah, I want to see the balance that Minnesota brings now that Dalvin Cook is back. Um, yeah. And then for Atlanta, you know, they get to, they get their running back. He comes back as well, Devontae Freeman. Tevin Coleman is gone now. Ito yep. Smith is the backup, which I really like him. I mean, I he made a lot of plays for the Falcons last year. Um, so I want to see how they get him involved. Julio, hey, signed the extension yesterday, so he's feeling good about himself. Um, and of course, you got you know Matty, Matty Ice, Matt Ryan, uh, you know, another season, uh, getting ready to say, yeah, it is about the money. So, but the biggest thing for Atlanta, the biggest change is uh, the defensive guys that they're getting back on the field. You know, Deion Jones was out the first season last year. Keanu Neal, their, their strong safety, was out for the season last year. So I want to see how all this comes back together and, and see how well they're uh, going to play as a defensive unit, because if you remember two years ago, Sonny, um, when they went to the Super Bowl, I mean, that, that defense was, I don't want to say lights out, uh, but you... Well, they're killed by defense. Yeah, you, I mean, injuries last year, Cuervo. Deion Jones, uh, Neil, and Allen, all of them just, just they just got devastated. Yeah, and Allen. they finished 9-7, and, seven, and that was a big reason, why, or 7-9, sure. and, and that's the reason why it was only 7-9. and nine. Yeah, and now they take a hit. Uh, they lose Jalen Collins. I think he went to, I want to say it was the Titans, but I can't remember. Uh, so that's one of their corners that was a playmaker for them. He's gone. So, um, you know, the secondary is you know, a little thin, but 
I think what they have up front with, uh, you know, with uh, Vic Beasley and Tack McKinley and Deion Jones and all those guys that I just mentioned, I think the front seven is, is going to be okay for the for the Falcons, but if the secondary is a little thin, Sonny, so it'll be interesting to see how Kirk Cousins is going to uh, attack that, uh, you know, so – but but it's important for Minnesota to have balance offensively. And, 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 and Absolutely should. But you know, don't be like the Chicago Bears and throw it forty-five times and run it fifteen. <laughs> hey, by the way, how you feeling? Yeah, you, you, are you, you are you are you off suicide watch now? Are you good? Oh oh no! I, 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 I was the complete opposite of how I was feeling on Thursday night. I wanted to run through a wall and yeah, yeah. I hear you. Look, Sonny, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna put it like this: losing to the Green Bay Packers and alcohol did not mix well for me. Yeah, I imagine the hangover the next morning was probably for you. That that feels probably worse than watching the game. So, all right, I get it. Understand. That so, having been said, uh, yeah, 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 Sonny, uh, social media, uh, yeah, I, I did some bad things. So. <laughs> you you need to turn it off, yeah. But, but, but and lots of sacks, though, for the Bears' defense. That was pretty impressive. But take away yes, from that back yes. to Atlanta, Atlanta and Minnesota, listen, I, I'm going to be the first to admit, and Cuervo's going to be, listen, I'm not a Kirk Cousins fan, can't stand him. I think he's the most, I mean, okay, and I'm going to say it. He is the most overrated active starting quarterback in the NFL, without a doubt. Not only that, he's been pay, being paid like he has won something, and he hasn't won anything. But that being said, the name of the name of the show I got two words for you, the reason why Minnesota is going to win this football game. Are you ready for it, Cuervo? Two Let's words. Hear it. Dirk Cotter. That closed Cotter. the book on me immediately. <laughs> okay? Because uh, not only uh, does Atlanta get rid of him, they bring his sorry ass back to them football team. I mean, I mean I, all, they, all I got to say in reality is when you when you're looking at that, Move right there. You've know, you, you got you've got to be out of your mind that you let this guy go, and then you bring him back. Mm-hmm. I mean, hey, the, the, the wound is open. Where's the salt? That's all I want to know. Let's just let's just dump the whole damn thing in that wound. Oh my God! And that is that enough alone for me? Because the reason why this guy can't hold a job, and the reason why it is, is because everybody knows what he's gonna do now. That having been said, I don't think you can stop Julio Jones knowing what's going to be going on out there. But here's the, here's the the simple fact of the matter is, I, until Dirk Cotter can show me that he can change this offense, and maybe it's not even Dirk Cotter. Maybe despite Dirk Cotter that the Atlanta Falcons can win football games with him as, a, as the offensive coordinator. I can't pick him, and I'm not going to start. And everybody's talking about how great Atlanta is, and they're not great until they win the games. And if they can't beat Minnesota, even though they're on the road, that is a game that will set the tone for the whole season in reality if you can't get past Minnesota. And not only that, if Minnesota wipes them out, 
I, I'm going to just believe me. My social media is going to explode because of me. Okay, I'm going to I'm going to have so many Dirk Cotter memes out there. It will it, 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 it will be nonstop. So I'm on Minnesota because of those two words. And until Dirk Cotter shows me that he can lead an offense, regardless how good of the talent is there, I don't trust him. Forget about everything else because they got the defense, they got everything else. But this is a I am not picking the Atlanta Falcons uh, because of Dirk Cotter pick. Mm. <laughs> uh, Sonny, you, you always you can't touch this. You always find a way to, uh, to make things interesting. I didn't even think about the Dirk Cotter pick. Not gonna lie. I, I know totally you didn't because no one else. He's the worst offensive coordinator in the NFL. For the last seven years, even though he's been head coach, but for the last seven years, he's been the offensive guy. This guy is worthless. You know, he, he's so worthless. He's more worthless than a turd in a swimming pool. That's how worthless this guy is. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty worthless. I, I, yeah. I can't stand this guy. He, he just, he, first, first of all, he destroyed my Jacksonville Jaguars when they had an opportunity to win. And, and, and you know, that, that's, that, that starts it. And not only that, he killed, I mean, just destroyed my ASU Sun Devils when I'm a season ticket holder. I'm sitting up there in the stands, sweating my behind off, going, why am I sitting here? Why am I putting myself through this? And it goes all the way back there just because the guy won some games over at Boise State. Makes me want to puke. Yeah, you know, you would get yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. All right, son. I'm going to let you have this moment. You've got to recognize, you gotta recognize, you know, the Achilles heel, and that's what it is. He is the Achilles heel, and every team, especially in the NFL, if you got one, they'll find it, and they'll way they'll find a way to put you down on it. So, that, that for the True. whole season, you, you get, you're gonna have to figure out what's gonna go on. And believe me, once everybody knows what's gonna be coming there, even though it is Julio Jones, if they start doubling up there, he's gonna say beat them the other way. Now they got a lot of they got the best one two three punch out there. But they're in Minnesota. I, I just there's something about the Minnesota factor with them being on the road. If this game was at home, I'd pick Atlanta, even though it makes me want to puke. But they're in Minnesota. I think Minnesota's actually gonna. And if they wipe the floor with them, boy, everybody should be calling for Dirk Carter's head. Oh, of course. I mean, it, it, you know, it's just if you see the same team that you did three years ago when Dirk Cotter was there, uh, Falcons fans are in trouble. Yep, exactly. So, who you got in this one? Are you going? Are you gonna? Are you gonna kind of hang on the Atlanta because of the offense? Because again, the one-two-three punch at the wide receivers, pretty impressive. Uh, Matt Ryan, he is better than average. Um, but, you know, it is week number one, so there's really no pressure right there for him. So he might have a good game, and that's what you talk about. Week number one, it's almost a coin flip. I got the couch potato quarter here to to flip on a couple of games already this year or this week. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't think I have the quarter for this one. I'm just going based off of, like I said earlier, just you think you know, but then you don't know. So with that being said, I'm going to go with Dirk Cotter in this one. Look, and it's not because Minnesota's the NFC North team. Because like I said, week one is just full of, what the hell did I just watch? 
So, so that being said, Atlanta yep. Falcons are going to win this game. Now, if this was week eight, week ten, Atlanta has no shot because by then Minnesota's defense is rolling, and you know Kirk Cousins is in the talk for MVP. So, at that point in the season. I would go with the Minnesota Vikings. But because this is week one, Sonny, and we're all going to be left with our heads scratching, thinking, what the hell just happened? I'm, for, for picks purpose and for record, I'll take the Atlanta Falcons. Yeah, and remember, the Minnesota Vikings finished with the fourth fewest yards allowed last year. But their defense didn't have the you know the edge that it did you know the year before that when they were in the top uh, top five again. Um, but last year missed the playoffs at eight seven and one. If they would have got that nine, they would have been in the playoffs. So that tie really did it. Um, but you know, and the combination of injuries and everything else are, is a bit is a big deal as well. So, but so we'll keep our eye out on that one and see where that one goes. I am on Minnesota. Cuervo is on Atlanta. That's the first game that we got going on. That leads us into the second game that we are setting ready to talk about here on the Count of the Sports Show. It is the Baltimore Ravens that they go on the road to take on Miami. And just like you said, I mean, now, uh, you know, it's a different story in Miami. Like you said, this is a football team that figures out a way to win at home. Now that you add that, you know, crazy, mysterious ways of what's going on down in Miami, you add in Ryan Fitzmagic. Oh, makes me sick. I hate that. That's the worst, the worst nickname in the NFL. But Ryan Fitzpatrick, who's going to start this game is the big question. I haven't heard. I haven't been listening. Um, but here's one thing I do know. I, Miami at home. Baltimore isn't ready for it. Baltimore is not ready for Lamar Lamar Jackson to start the year off as the starter and get it all set. I didn't even take a lot of time to think about this. I don't trust Lamar Jackson. I don't like Miami, but I like Miami at home. And really, that's all I thought about in this game is how is Miami going to figure out a way to win? Because it will come down to the fourth quarter, and it will come down to the last half of the fourth quarter in reality. And that's where Miami will figure out how to beat Baltimore if they are not already beating them before then. Yeah, um, this is going to be a, a good matchup uh, for Lamar Jackson because the defense, I think, is, is one of those that people don't talk a whole lot about in Miami, but they actually got some talent. They actually really do have some talent down there. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how this all plays out uh, as far as how – Baltimore is going to do the because we all know they're going to they're going to run the RPO. Okay, that's no secret. Yep. We all know that yep. that's what they're going to do with with Lamar Jackson, with uh, Mark Ingram and, and and you know Marquise Brown, the kid, the kid out of Oklahoma that they drafted. So they have they have the tools to do it, uh, but now it's time to execute. You know, it's week one of the regular season. Preseason jitters are gone, um, so it's going to be. Now it's time to execute. Um, I, you know, I, I, I still worry about Lamar Jackson's accuracy. I don't ever, I will never question his arm strength. Uh, you know, while he's young and in his prime and stuff like that, but his accuracy, Sonny, ugh, it's not good. Yeah. 
two, two things to think about in this. You're right about Lamar Jackson. His accuracy, especially if you get over 15 yards, you know, it's like watching, the, you know, a freshman come in on the varsity team at a high school level. It's scary. Not only that, guess what? There's a lot of film now on Lamar Jackson. Not a whole year, but enough to where defensive coordinators are going to be looking at this and go, you know, let's figure out how we stop it. Because really, to be honest, if you start stop Lamar Jackson, you stop the Baltimore Ravens from winning. And that is a bad thing because they've hung their hat on this young guy because, frankly, they don't have enough in reality to win. That also being said, look at the other side of this, Cuervo. Miami right now, in case you did not know, are the NFL's worst odds to make the Super Bowl at 250 to 1. Let me repeat that, okay, for those that aren't, you know, I didn't misread it. It's not 25 to 1. It's 250 to 1 in order for them to win, you know, the Super Bowl. Do you worst in the NFL? Wow. They're going to start off with the week number one victory, though. So it, it really is. And you, you know, we hear about everybody saying Miami's going to tank. Listen, Miami don't tank. I, I listen. I believe that because the reason why is they beat teams like the New England Patriots. They had no business beating last year. They beat teams at home that really, you know, they should be. It should have got crushed, or they keep it close. They very rarely get blown out at home, and. I don't know. It, it, there, it's something about the spirit down there in Miami. But tanking, I don't, you know, and I believe Flores, the rookie coach down there, hey, they're not in the best situation down there. Again, I don't even know who's going to start at the quarterback position. But either one of them, whether it's Ryan Fitzmagic, <laughs> Fitzpatrick, or, um, oh, the guy. Hey. That, uh, just went, yeah. You're embracing yeah, Fitz, the name, Sonny. Good for you. It, yeah, Fitz, yeah, Fitzpatrick. I don't know if it's he gonna is going to start. By the way, is he? Is I, I see? I didn't know that, and frankly, I think that's a mistake. Mm-hmm. I think yeah, that's a fishy. mistake because Ryan Fitzpatrick is a very good bring me off the bench quarterback. This guy has never been a great starter. Um, so why why not play to his strengths? Bring in the young second year dude. What's his name? I, his name's sleeping in my head. Rosen. Thank you, Rosen. This goes to show how much time that we put in, <laughs> you know, knowing this stuff. But, you know, I, I think Rosen should start, actually. I really do. But they're going to start it off. But here's the thing. Um, it, it's it's going to be a hot day down there as well. Baltimore's not ready mm-hmm. for that. Um, so that's mm-hmm. another thing because it, it's a 1 o'clock kickoff. It's going to be blazing out there. And and it's the humidity, guys. It's the humidity that's going to kill them down there. So if the conditioning is not set for Baltimore, you know, in week number one, you know, this is not like it's week number four where people are used to it. Like you said, Cuervo, this is week number one. That's a totally different monster. I am all over Miami in this one. Um, you know, as I mentioned a couple times already so far in the show, you know, week one is full of upsets. I can't pull the trigger on this one. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with the Ravens. I know normally there's a lot of you know, things that, like I said, leave your head scratching and thinking, like, what the hell did I just watch? Yeah. But when it comes to uh, the Dolphins, I, I just. I just don't see how they can put up enough points offensively. I mean, Kenyon Drake is like their their bright star on on the offensive side. That's like the bright light on on the on the offense. And so, with that said, I mean, 
think about it. They just traded away one of their better offensive linemen in Laramie Tunsil. They traded away Kenny Stills. Um, yep. So, just offensively, Sonny, other than Drake, I don't see anything or anyone that I can sit here and say, you know what, he, he's going to be a guy that's going to make some plays for them. Um, so, if I know that, and if you know that, then the Baltimore Ravens probably know that, too. So, that's going to be what hurts the Dolphins, not just today, but for the whole season. And Look, we all know Miami's probably going to wind up with a top three pick in the draft next year. So, it's going to be no surprise that they lose a lot of football games, but... You know, as far as today is concerned, I I just I don't see them being able to put enough points. I think it's going to be close, and it shouldn't be close. Baltimore should mop the floor with them, but it's going to be a sure. close game. So that's that that's my crazy idea of how this game is going to turn out. It's going to be closer than everyone thinks. But Baltimore. Will so he. So he's on Baltimore. I am on the Miami Dolphins. You know, week the combination of week number one and the combination that you know it is Miami. You know, it, you, you never know what you're going to get. It's like Forrest Gump right here. So there you go. So let's head on into the next game that's up on board. You on the Couch Potato Sports Show. Then we'll take our first break of the day. Buffalo Bills go into the New York Jets. I don't trust the Jets. I just don't trust them. But here's another thing. I I go to the flip side. I just don't trust Buffalo. I mean, this is the one where the quarter came out for the couch potato quarter, and and I just I didn't know what was going to end up happening here. And and the, and the more the fact is is that I don't know what's going to go on. Both teams have new faces. Both teams have new you know different guys in different positions at vital times for them this year compared to last year. They just haven't made the playoffs since 2010. Well, that's the second longest drought in the NFL or team history in reality. So that that is, I have you have that going for you. Um, so and you have the Buffalo Bills trading the quarterback that got him to the playoffs, which obviously tells you something how much they trusted him. So he is gone. For the Bills, they've slipped to six and ten last year after going nine and seven and making the playoffs. So you know, I don't know. Here's what I'll here's what I'll always say though. When you when you look at it, you when when you saw the Buffalo Bills make the playoffs the year before and then have a team go six and ten. You know, I'll I'll tell you, it it, it really hurts. So. I don't know what more to look at this. The only thing that I do know in a couple of areas that Buffalo's defense uh, was ranked number two overall uh, in, um, in certain categories, but they also had Kyle Williams retire after 13 years. So Ed Oliver, first round draft picks going to have to step in there. So those new faces are going to have to get new. So, so really Cuervo, I don't know what to think about this game. I don't know who to pick, but here's one thing I don't know. I think I don't trust the jets more than Buffalo because that are, are uh, I don't trust the jets more than Buffalo because we haven't seen them in the playoffs for a long time. They haven't put it together. So what do you think about this one when you look at it? Yeah, you know, I look at this one, Sonny, and I I look at when it comes to the Jets, 
be very careful. Uh, and what I mean by that is try not to make it the Le'Veon Bell show. I get it. You guys are excited that he is your he is your centerpiece of the offense now, which you know it should be more about Sam Darnold, but he has to prove himself still. Le'Veon Bell has proved himself, despite what people think about him, despite what people have said about him, and the way he handled the situation last year, which I have now, looking back, I have a great deal of respect for Le'Veon Bell. He stayed quiet, he stood his ground, you know, wanted a new contract, it didn't happen, he respectfully just said, okay, Steelers don't want to pay me, that's cool, I'll just go and sign somewhere else next season. He didn't throw a freaking tantrum, complaining about helmets, and all that other stuff like other guys do. So, looking back now, Sonny, I have a great deal of respect for Le'Veon Bell, because he stayed professional about it, and... Now he's in a spot where he has an opportunity to, you know, once again be successful in the NFL and show his worth. Aside from that, the Jets need to be careful. Adam Gase has to be careful to not make it the Le'Veon Bell show because if they become one-dimensional, Buffalo is going to eat them up for lunch. And yep. So with that said, I have a bad feeling that's exactly what's going to happen. And, and the Jets are going to they're going to they're going to try too hard to get Bell involved and you know everybody else on the team is just going to stand there like, "Well, I guess I'm I'm just here, you know, like I guess I guess I'm not going to get the ball today." <laughs> that's cool. Yep. So that's what the Jets have to be careful of. Is just not making it all about Le'Veon Bell. Get everybody involved. Try try to mix it up. Let Sam Darnold go out there and do his thing, and show him why uh, you drafted him number three overall in the draft two years ago. And, and here's the thing, you know, the Jets did the right thing earlier this year when they hired Greg Williams as the defensive coordinator. I'm sorry, that's a great pick for them. You know, don't make him the head coach. I get it. Some of those guys, they should be defensive coordinators, i.e., you know, Wade Phillips. This guy knows defense. He plays – say whatever you want. You know, you can talk about a scandal all day long if you want with Greg Williams. If that's in the past, no one even thinks about it except me, of course. Um, But the the problem is the the good signing on the defensive side of the ball, they bring in Adam Gates. I don't trust the guy. I don't trust the guy as the head coach. I don't trust him until he shows me just as much as you go on over and you see Lamar, uh, the Campbell, uh, or uh, Lamar Jackson. I want to see it. I want to see him do it. Until then, I don't trust him, and and I can't trust him. The good thing for the Jets, as far as this game is concerned, it's at home. That's always a good thing. But I think you're right. I think the simple fact of the matter is, is that I think they'll try to force the ball to Bell and there's going to be a guy that you need to keep your eye on in this game. and It's going to be one of those things where you're going to have to ask yourself the question, if you're the Dallas Cowboys, why did we not pay Cole Beasley? Now, we know why they didn't pay Cole Beasley. But he had to go because of the money was there for him. Watch Cole, watch Cole Beasley. Cole Beasley's going to have a 100-yard reception and a touchdown, and this guy's the slot. So watch out for him. And the Buffalo Bills, he is a great, he is a great, um, what do you call it, you know, second and third option at the quarterback position to throw to. So there you go. Um, so I'm on Buffalo in this one. Are you on Buffalo as well? 
Yeah, I think I am, Sonny. I think I'll, I'm going to ride with you and circle the wagons week one with the Buffalo Bills. Again, I just I just don't, uh, like you said, I don't trust Gates. I think he's going to try too hard to get Bell involved. Uh, and, you know, and I really want to, I'm excited to see Josh Allen, you know, in year two. I want to see how he can how he has developed, how he has grown as a quarterback, uh, I think he can be, uh, a, you know, a very good quarterback. You know, top, top half. Um, I don't want to call, I don't want to say top ten or anything like that, but I'd say, you know, the upper half of, of quarterbacks in the league. I think he has the potential to be that good, and, and so I just want to see uh, where he's at right now uh, uh, going into his sophomore year. Very good. So that's going to take us to our first break. Now, Cuervo, I just saw, and guys, this just how much we talk. We don't, you know, we're so busy. New segment on the show, okay? Cuervo, think about this and find the odds page because uh, you and I are going to give a parlay pick for the week. So, Sonny's and Cuervo's parlay pick of the week that are coming your way based upon the odds, not the teams, obviously, because, um, you know, so uh, the, the parlay pick based upon the odds. We'll be doing that, and that will be towards the end of the show. You'll hear our picks uh, uh, against the odds for three teams, a three-team parlay to come in for you this week. So we'll do that uh, to uh, get you all squared away and let you know how much we don't know about football. <laughs> That's what we're going to do. We're going to take the quick break here as uh, you're on the Couch Potato Sports Show. It is week number one of the NFL. We go through all of them. We'll look at all of them. We'll pick them all. We'll pick a parlay, and we'll go into our first break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. And that being said, we'll be right back. At Wesson General Contracting Incorporated, we're your one-stop shop for all your general contracting needs. We are locally owned and with over 20 years of experience, so roofing, gutters, siding, fence painting, painting, foundation problems, or roof damage are no problems at all. Give us a call at 214-200-5588. That's 214-200-5588. Wesson General Contractor, proud sponsor of the Rowlett Eagles radio broadcast. Let Buffalo Creek Doors and Floors help you restore your home to its like-new condition. Need a contractor? Let us be your first stop as well as your last. We specialize in everything that others don't, such as stained concrete floors, wood spot repairs on doors and floors, stainless steel spot repairs, anti-slip on floors, and more. Want to see what kind of work we do? Check out our Facebook page and you can see the craftsmanship you'll receive and expect from Buffalo Creek Doors and Floors. Give Rodney James a call at 214-536-2607. That's 214-536-2607. Or check him out on the web at www.buffalocreekdoorsandfloors.com. This is Sunday Clark Radio Voice of your Raleigh Eagles letting you know about Liberty Air and Heat. Everybody knows what the Texas Heat can do your air conditioning and heating systems. That's why you need the experts that deliver the best and most honest service in the Raleigh area. 
We provide the high-quality air conditioning and heating services that keep you more comfortable when you need it. We strive to always meet and exceed customers' expectations, competency, and accountability, as well as satisfaction. So contact Liberty Air and Heat at 469-678-9444 or visit them on the web at libertyairandheat.com. At the Jerry Bullet Training Center, we truly believe experience is the best teacher. With over 50 combined years of knowledge and experience in sports performance and athletic training, our coaches understand exactly what it takes to achieve your goals and excel at the next level. Contact Melvin Bullen at 214-326-7853 or visit their brand new facility just outside of Waterview at 8900 Princeton Road in Rowlett. Being taken for a ride? Check out Costco Insurance. Serving Texans since 1981. Bundle your home, auto, or business insurance to save a ton. Costco Insurance on the corner of Main Street and Rowlett Road where we make insurance fun. Or check us out on the web at costcoinsurance.com where we always have the coffee pot on. Yeah, but is it fresh? The prospect of retirement can be exciting and scary at the same time. At Nest Egg Wealth Advisors, we have found many people either approaching or currently in retirement fail to truly maximize some of the benefits offered to them, primarily Social Security. What is it? How does it work? It's simply not a benefit that you start receiving at age 62. Because these decisions are so important, my firm has assembled an informational packet on Social Security. If you would like a complimentary copy of Social Security Maximization, please give our office a call today at 972-412-6064 or visit us on the web at nestegadvice.com. There is nothing that beats good home-cooked barbecue. Since 1941, Dickey's Barbecue has done all the cooking and you take all the credit. Whether you want real Texas brisket, Virginia ham, southern pulled pork, or fall off the bone ribs, Dickey's Barbecue is the place to go. Choose from our favorite sides of barbecue beans, creamy coleslaw, potato salad, jalapeno beans, and many more. Come see us today at our Rowlett location, 5701 President George Bush Turnpike, Suite 110, in the Target Shopping Center. Whether you want to eat in or take it home, we will fix you up. Don't forget, for your next event, call the catering guy at 972-345-6424. That number again is 972-345-6424. Come visit us today at 5701 President George Bush Turnpike, Suite 110 in the Target Shopping Center. Also, check us out on Facebook at facebook.com slash Dickies Rowlett. For lip-smacking, rib-tickling, knee-slapping, foot-stomping, great-tasting barbecue, come see us at Dickie's Barbecue today. Are you ready? Hey, think you can tell us what to do? You think you can tell us what to wear? You think that you're better? All right, we are back here on the Couch Potato Sports Show, hour number two of week number one of the NFL in the book. As uh, 
Thursday night saw the Green Bay Packers beat the Chicago Bears. I'm one up on Cuervo, and Tarvin one up on Cuervo as well. Hopefully Tarvin will get his picks in before uh, the games get started. That having been said, I am on Minnesota. The uh, MVP himself, Cuervo, is on Atlanta. I am on Miami, and Cuervo is on Baltimore, and we are both on the Buffalo, if you want to call it bandwagon, I guess you could, you could call it the Buffalo bandwagon. That having been said, that brings us to our next game that we're going to be talking about on the Couch Potato Sports Show. Remember, we're going to cover them all because that's just what we do and that's just what we do best. That Kansas City Chiefs, the supposed NFL Super Bowl champion, Kansas City Chiefs, Take on the Jacksonville Jaguars. Listen, guys, I, I, I want I want so desperately to be able to pick the Jacksonville Jaguars. Guess what? Can't do it. Not going to do it. I'm not that dumb. Want to? I'm the homer. You know? Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna cheer all day long. They just don't have what it takes. And I spent two seconds on this Cuervo. Um, and it's not because Kansas City is just definitely that much better. It's because the Jacksonville Jaguars right now, they have no chemistry. They have no direction. There is nothing right now that I could look at and say the Jacksonville Jaguars are a team to really watch out for. Now, granted, that defense is going to be there, but that defense is going to be out on the field all day long because the offense is the biggest problem with this football team going forward into the season. Yeah, it's going to be really yeah, interesting to see how your Jaguars start the season. With all the stuff that happened in the offseason, you know, with uh, the people not coming to camps and stuff like that, I, I just – yep. I wonder how it's going to affect them week one. And it's not like they're playing a cupcake team. I mean, they're playing the Kansas City Chiefs. So, yep. that that's going to be – that's a rough start to the season. So, they uh, need to Oakland. Yeah, no kidding, right? <laughs> so, but, um, yeah, I mean, in all, in all reality, though, it's, it's going to be interesting. Uh, look. Jaguar fans, including yourself, should be a little excited about seeing what Nick Foles brings to the table, though. I'm really going to be taking a look at that aspect and seeing how the offense looks with a competent quarterback because Nick Foles is competent. So um, the only problem is we really don't have anyone to throw the ball to, Sonny. Let's, let's be honest. Yep. Absolutely. And that's going to be a big problem. So all season long, that's going to be, yeah, yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be a, a really rough uh, start. But uh, I think over time things could get a little bit better. But um, you know, I really thought that maybe, just maybe, and I know you don't want to hear this, but I thought. You know, maybe Jacksonville would have been in the running to possibly land. I mean, land Antonio Brown. He's a Florida guy, so to me it made a little bit of sense. But I know you. I know you would have been, you know, ripping your your uh, your hair out. All that hair that you have on your head, you'd have been ripping it out. Had had Antonio Brown become a Jacksonville Jaguar. So I guess for everybody's sake. Uh, I'm kind of glad it didn't happen. Yeah, I have no beard, 
after that one. Um, yeah, it would not really have been anything that I've been looking for as far as that is. You know, here, here's the only thing. I mean, you know, when you look at a lot of things that happen uh, each and every week, um, I, I, I think a, I, I just think to myself, you know, last year, I, if I'm not, and I might be mistaken, but I, I sort of remember they, they played each other last year too, if I'm not mistaken, um, and it, it just wasn't pretty. Um, so that having been said, um, well, if it wasn't last year, it was the last time they played. Just they can't see just ripped into them. But um, you know, you 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 can have a, a set and ready to go. You can get it set. Nick Foles obviously, you know, does bring a little revel you know, relevance at the quarterback position for once in Jacksonville. Um, you know, they haven't had a real, you know, that pocket passer since you got to go back to Mark Brunel. Um, so, yeah, that's an old school name in case you don't know who that is. He used to quarterback the Jacksonville Jaguars in case you didn't know. Uh-huh. Um, but, you know, so, you know, you go back to that thing. You got you got that t- traditional pocket passer now what will Nick Foles be able to do to it? Okay, well, up in Philadelphia, he had a couple of weapons. Guess what? You're right, Cuervo. They don't have anything. So it don't matter really how good you are, but yet it does. Because, you know, for many years we saw Tom Brady do the same thing with no names. So that's what's going to have to happen down in Jacksonville. And until I see it, I'm one of those guys. I want to see it first. I don't want to be the first to predict it a lot of times because a lot of times I'll miss on that. So I want to see the experience. I want to see how good he does. Now, I'm not going to mark the Jacksonville Jaguars out for the whole year because I don't know. Will Nick Foles be able to be that guy that can turn around the offense and magically make them a contender in the AFC South? which, by the way, after Indianapolis had their situation with their quarterback being gone, there's an opening at second, in second place. Jacksonville, if they're going to be any good, they have to take advantage of one team completely falling out of the standings in the AFC South. And if they don't make that step forward this week, you know, to, or at least play well there where you can say, wow, you got to look out for the Jacksonville Jaguars. I don't trust it. So until then, that's where I'm at. I don't know. Uh, Jacksonville has Jalen Ramsey uh, back. Tyreek Hill, you know, he signs his, you know. By the way, I, I just, the, the whole Tyreek Hill thing, it, it irritates the snot out of me. And same thing with, with Ezekiel Elliott and Antonio Brown. These guys act like a bunch of asses, and there are guys out there busting their nuts to try to make the NFL, and you guys got acting like a total idiots. And there's no question mm-hmm. that it really doesn't matter what kind of person personality are character means absolutely nothing in the nfl all you got to do is look at the three signings right there antonio brown tyreek hill and ezekiel elliott you can be an idiot and you can still get paid millions of dollars it's a joke it's bad it's bad for business but it is all about winning when it comes time they can they can do a lot of lip service in the offseason cuervo but when it comes time to get right. on the football field they'll pay them and that and that's a bad right. uh, bad uh, thing so but I, you know, as much as, as much as I, it, it just pains me to pick Kansas City because I want to pick against Tyreek Hill. I can't do it just out of the basics, based upon the talent that's out on the football field. Well, Sonny, and you also have something called common sense, 
You know, let, let's let's be honest. I That's mean, true. Kansas Kansas City is, is not they're not going to lose very many football games, especially because Tyreek Hill is on the team. Uh, and I said this. Go back and listen to the archives. I said this over a month ago. My pick to for Kansas City to win the division was solely based on the fact that Tyreek Hill avoided suspension and was going to be on yeah. the team. So. Uh, that's that's why I picked them to win this. If, if, had it gone the other way, I would have went in a different direction, um, and it wasn't going to be the Raiders. I'll just I'll just say that. But yeah. that being mm-hmm. said, um, I, what I'll also say is that you know those three guys that you mentioned. Look, Sonny, what it proves at the end of the day. Every team, and I don't care what you try to say, you can throw all the moral stuff at me. Talent will always trump everything in this league. If you have talent and you're a star of any level, you will get away with more than that 53rd guy on the roster. Yes. Look, nobody wants to hear it. Nobody wants to hear that. And people will try to say that that's not true. Uh, but it absolutely is true. Because I, yep. if Tyreek if Tyreek Hill was, if his name was Tyreek Smith, right, or Tyreek something else, not last name Hill, that yeah. guy wouldn't be on, he wouldn't be suiting up today. He just wouldn't be suiting I agree. up. Let's, let's just be honest about it. So, yep. The fact that he's so talented and he's such a big name and he's a star in the league, that's why he was able to avoid suspension. Yeah, it, it's sad. It, 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 it is sad, but, you know, it, the simple fact of the matter is oh, he's you know, crazy knucklehead. Yeah. And I'm a huge yeah. Tyreek Hill fan, by the way. I'm a huge Tyreek yeah. Hill fan. I love the talent and I love what he brings to the table. But look, dude, like. Yeah, you got away with what you did because of who you are. Yep. And it's bottom line because anybody else would be buried under a jail jail cell, you know. So, and I, so we're both on Kansas City. This one wasn't too tough. Um, you know, as soon as Jacksonville shows that they can do it out on the football field, I think more people will be more inclined to go ahead and pick them to win football games. We'll see what happens. So that leads us into the next game here on the Couch Potato Sports Show as the Los Angeles Rams, they go on the road to take on the Carolina Panthers. Um, yeah, we had a little back and forth between Tarvin and I. Tarvin said, yeah, we'll pick up Antonio Brown, and I went on a – I went on a <laughs> – I went on a crazy spree. Um, that was between me and him, actually. Uh, so, but it, it, the Los Angeles Rams and the Carolina Panthers. This is, and, and listen, this right here, this game right here. When I was looking at all the games, I was like, this right here. If Carolina cannot hang, listen. I don't think Carolina's going to win this football game. I, it, you know, but if they get blown out of the water. Um, people who bought season tickets in Carolina might as well see if you see what you can get them on StubHub because this is going to be a long season in Carolina. This, this is going to be tough, I, and it starts with, with with the best team in the NFC last year, based upon who made the Super Bowl, not the Saints. But hey, either one of them, okay, are sitting right there, and both of them should have been in the Super Bowl. So there you go. Um, that having been said, Carolina, 
you know, they're, they're in a situation, and Tarvin talked about this the most. Who's he throwing the football to? And until they answer that question, they need to do that. Second of all, they need a real stability at the offensive line, and they just don't have it because this guy gets beat up each and every year, Cuervo. So it's a combination that I understand. It's normally guys with egos drive me nuts, okay? Normally they do. But out of all the guys that have the egos in the NFL, even though I'm not a great big Cam Newton fan, I give him, I give him a little bit of a I, – I, I give him a break. And the reason being is because they have no offensive line. The only guy that he ever had to throw to was that little dude, uh, uh, Smith. And the, guy, the guy's just been a one-man show. And you want to talk about, you know, you, I was listening to all the things that were talking about Andrew Luck, about a franchise that, you know, didn't do anything for his quarterback. Why are the Carolina Panthers getting off the hook as far as that is concerned? Because they're right there. If anybody would retire, it wouldn't shock me, would be Cam Newton to save his brain. Because this guy's been clocked so many times in the head in the NFL, and teams getting away with it. Um, we're lucky to see him standing on two feet. Now, granted. The Rams, all around, just that much better than the Carolina Panthers. But if Carolina gets wiped at home, man, I, I, I feel bad for Carolina uh, fans, Cuervo. Tarvin, are you listening? Mm-hmm. He probably, he's probably going to listen to the archives. 35 nothing yeah. at halftime, Rams. <laughs> at halftime. Uh, he knows. He knows. I'm. I'm teasing him. I'm teasing. He called me the other day, and I told him that I was like, "It's gonna be 35 nothing at halftime." I feel bad for the Panthers. But no. But I mean, no. Seriously. I, uh, yeah. I mean, look, the Rams. You know, Todd Gurley is is feeling. It's looking like he's 100% again, Sonny, and that's that's scary. Uh, how? Let me just interject. How? How? Have you heard this? Because we didn't see it in preseason, Cuervo. Okay, this is and this is one of those classic examples where you pay the guy too early because now all of a sudden this guy's hurt and, and he's not giving it. I'm going to tell you right now, if 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 Gurley did not get that contract, he would have been in those games at the end of the year. I'm telling you, I think he would have. And I don't know, maybe it's me, but since he got the money, he's protecting the investment. I completely get it, but I don't know how much that money's got to his head. I don't trust Todd Gurley at all. Well, I mean, let's. I guess we'll just see what how how this all plays out. I mean, because it's not going to take long for the Rams to figure out. Eh, yeah, you know what? Sonny Clark's right. We paid him too early, or we can be like. But I know maybe we misjudged him, and and he really was going through some injuries and whatnot. And uh, sometimes you just never know, Sonny. You know, you never know if guys are are legit going through an injury, uh, or they're act, they're just there to collect a paycheck and they don't want to work for it. Because you do have guys like that too, uh, and it's sad Absolutely. to say, but it is the truth. You know, there's guys out there that they're just they're just there to collect a paycheck. It's it's a pretty paycheck, don't get me wrong. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's 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 very it's a very uh, you know very 
I don't know what the word I'm looking for. They're snakes for doing it. Just leave it at that. Yeah, there you go. I, I, I get it. So, so you know, I, it, it will be interesting to see what happens in Carolina. I, and I, and more the fact that I will give Cam Newton the break all day long. I still hate the fact he does what he does, okay? The Superman thing drives me nuts. I, I just want to strangle him. Uh, but take away from that, this guy's pretty, what? pretty, pretty you good. Don't like it, you don't like it, Sonny? No, it drives me nuts. Oh, as bad as LeBron. To me, I it's as it. bad as LeBron James clapping his hand with that stupid powder crap. It's a hey, look at me. It's not, you see, and, and and until Cam Newton gets away from that, this guy's not a team player. But I get why he does it in Carolina. Now I, I know he was probably doing that before he got there, but Carolina has dropped the ball on this on this guy. This guy, this this franchise has totally turned its back on their superstar, and they could have been in two or three Super Bowls if they did two things. Number one, got them an offensive lineman, or, or at least an offensive line, and yeah. someone to throw the freaking football to. And we would be talking about the Carolina, because, listen, this is a team that ripped off two years in a row over eight games in a row, okay, and they did it with no talent. Imagine if they put somebody out on the football field that he could throw the ball to and depend on every play mm-hmm. instead of here and there. I mean, they'd be that, they would be the team to beat. And, yes, Harvin, I'm kind of pushing it up on you. You have to blame the franchise. You have to blame the general manager. You have to blame the guys that are writing the check because they're not doing what they need to do to protect their number one investment, and that's Cam Newton. We can say we can sit here and say all day long it could be somebody else. That dude on the other side, the defensive player, that guy, if you don't pay him, he's going to be gone too. What's that dude's name on the other side? His name starts with a K. Luke Keekly. That dude will be gone if they don't start doing things right and now kill the defensive side of the ball for him as well, Cuervo. Yeah, they need to make sure that they take care of Luke, Sonny, because that is a generational defensive player that the Carolina Panthers have with Luke. And, look, you can't – you just can't do it. You cannot let that guy just walk away. You want to talk about You want to know who he is? You want to know who he is? That is the Superman on the team. Yeah, exactly. Oh, he's no, no, the no, Superman. No, 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 but he's Sean no, Lee. No. If Sean so, Lee could stay, if he no, could stay son, healthy, you cannot, you cannot disrespect Luke like that. He is so much more valuable to the Carolina Panthers than Sean Lee ever was. To the Sean Lee is smarter, and what I'm saying is, if Sean Lee could stay healthy. There's no better linebacker in the NFL. I'm telling you right now, and I know Kook, I know Keekley's a badass, but I'm telling you if Sean Lee could remain you. healthy for the whole season, we wouldn't be talking about Keekley being the best guy at that position. We'd be talking about hey. Sean Lee. And that's not a that's not a kick against Keekley. That's a that's say. a compliment because Sean Lee is the most intelligent linebacker in this league. He he is. Let he just tell, can't stay on the field. Let me tell you something, Sonny. By the end of the season, Dallas Cowboy fans, I want you to listen closely because I'm about to give you guys a lot of love here. By the end of this season, Sonny, people are going to forget about Sean Lee because Leighton Van Der Esch is taking over as the leader of that Absolutely. defense. By the end of this There's year, no Van Der Esch, even Sean Lee is a, 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 knows that. He even knows where he is Van in his Esch, career. 
Van Der Esch will make people forget about Sean Lee. That's how good and how smart that kid is. Well, he's he's he, he he's got the best guy, and and they, Dallas needs to keep Sean Lee on as as a coach. He is he. I'm telling you right now, for the last six years, he's been the smartest linebacker in this business. If he could have stayed out on the football field, there's no telling how many millions of dollars that guy would have made. But unfortunately, the injuries kept him out off the football field. But you're right, Van Der Esch and Keatley, those two dudes, in as far as linebackers are concerned, do one of the two best in the league, and they're badasses. And yes, I, for Sean yes, Lee, sir. I feel so sorry for this guy. I'm not a Dallas Cowboy fan. I'm a player fan. That dude was a player. That dude was smart. And I'm going to tell you right now, that guy knew where that ball was going before the ball was snapped. That is how smart he was, and that's unfortunate for him. They couldn't get out of that one as well. So, But you know, Keekley on the other side for the uh, for the Panthers. This might be a long season for him, and that guy, you bet, you better lock him up. I don't know what his contract situation is, Cuervo, but I know if they, if they lose him, I mean, and, and that's just going to kill that football team. I mean, you can lose Cam Newton all day long. Yes, I just said it, and there's no disrespect to him. It's that he needs to be in a place where they respect and value his talent, because obviously in Carolina they have no clue. Uh, well, I mean, certain individuals have no clue, but, uh, you know, we will see how this all plays out in Carolina. I mean, look, Cam, Cam will be Cam, okay? And I don't know if that's good or bad, but Cam will, will always be Cam. And But, look, I will say this. Sonny, I was not a believer in Christian McCaffrey. I am now. Guy's a fan ass, too. That yep. kid can play. I didn't that, want. That I didn't want to give him the props. Look, and I'm just gonna say it. Running backs with his skin tone, they don't ever work out. But this guy's got it. I'm. I'm just. I'm being serious. He's the Larry Bird. He is the Larry Bird of the NFL. And you know what? His, look, uh, and I'll say this too. His dad was a good slouch either. His dad was a great player. I agree. Uh, but I, I just agree. when I, what I saw what I saw in college, it just. I mean, the kid the kid was phenomenal in college too. But I just I didn't think it was going to translate. But I tell you, yep. Man, boy, he 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 proved me rude. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. You okay? He proved me rude. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Do I do a good impression of it, Sonny? Is that a good you, impression? You, you, do, you do it better than me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. The only problem is I do more that's than you, much. which really pisses me off, but it is what it is. <laughs> yeah, he's proven me wrong. He really has. Yeah. So, interestingly enough, we're both on the Rams, I'm assuming, right? You're, 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 I mean, are you thinking this is week number one, this is crazy week, who knows what can happen, week number one, crazy pick, Carolina, or are you going to go with the Rams? I kind of I kind of am leaning towards Carolina, and it's not it's not because, you know, I, I, I want to be on Tarvin's good side. I just, again, Carolina's at home, the, the Rams at times, they, they – they go flat point. offensively. Yep. You know what yep. I mean? So, you know what? Yeah. I'm going to do it. I'm going to take the Carolina. The trigger is pulled. 
The trigger yes, is sir. pulled. Absolutely. He's he's going Kansas City. I or uh Carolina, I'm going to stay with the Rams. I think they might be able to do it despite Todd Gurley. Uh, so that 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 will be an interesting game right there as far as that's concerned. Let's go ahead and bring on the 646. What's going on, my brother? You know who it is. Bryce calling from Brooklyn. What's the Bryce? Right. I know, and I know, I I know you can't wait because of your timing. So we'll go ahead and do this, you know, because we were headed to our next game anyway. So we're going to go to the Pittsburgh game as we have the man on as it is. So let, <laughs> we will do that. So talk a little bit about what you're going to see in today's game uh, as far as the um, the Steelers are concerned. Um, they – you know, I don't know. Will they be ready to go? You know, week number one, I think they are. We we've seen the Antonio Bell or uh, the Antonio Brown and the Bell thing all done, said and done. So, what do you think about your Pittsburgh Steelers today? Well, first, Sonny Cuervo, it's always great to call and talk to you. Football is here. Can't wait for the games to start. Let's get it cracking. Oh, wait, 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 wait. In the spirit of of, of, of sound effects, ugh, that was just me throwing up over this Antonio Brown of the Patriots um, news, okay? So, having said that. Thanks, Having said that tonight, but I, I get to the Steelers game, and then, and then I tried to call last week, but I couldn't get on the show for some reason. Um, I want to okay. give my division winners, but Steelers, Patriots. I can't wait for this game tonight. Um, it's always a game of matchups. First of all, defensively, can Mark Barron um, and Vince Williams on the inside control the middle of the field? Um, and I'm guessing Devin Bush will he'll play a lot, but he will only play when one of those other guys are on the field to handle communication. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I think. I think the defense is a lot faster. Um, I think right now they match up pretty well offensively um, with with the Patriots, which is good. What I want to look, um, what, what, what I want to focus on is our offense. Can our offense, can our receivers win enough tonight against their secondary, which is really good, and Will we call plays and devise the game plan that allows our offensive line, well, I think it's a top, top three offensive line, to attack them in the defensive front and just really control the game? Will we allow, will we allow our offensive line to get after them, not just in the passing game, but call enough runs and get enough success in the run game to control the game? If we can do those things, I think we can win it. I think it's going to be an interesting game. It will be it will be a game that will be able to to give the Patriots the excuse of Antonio Brown because I think Pittsburgh's going to win this game. Now, normally you can't get me to bet against the Patriots at home, but I'm telling you right now, the Steelers, if they're the team I think they are. And they're ready to go. And listen, I, I, I'll say it. I called for Tomlin's head years ago, okay? I still don't think that is the right guy right there. I think they win this game despite him. I think this is a, a year that maybe that he will gain maybe a little respect from me because if he can put it together this year, he he will earn it. 
But that being said, this is the game they have to start off with. I'm going to tell you right now, Cuervo, if the if the Steelers go into New England, okay, and beat New England at mm-hmm. home, I'm going to tell you right now, Cuervo, this is going to be a tough team to beat, not just next week, but all year long, Cuervo. No, I, I'm with you because, you know, first of all, um, I'm, I'm still waiting to hear if Bryce uh, thinks that either one of us are on drugs because normally that's how he starts off. But I haven't heard that yet. So yeah, we like we're both, on we're both pretty sober today. Yeah, I, I guess we're both sober today, which is a good thing. So, yeah. <laughs> no, but uh, all kidding aside, yeah, I mean, look, if you can, if you can beat the champs, right? They're gonna feel like they're what their thirtieth banner or whatever. Um, but if you can go just like Kansas City did two years ago, and, and go into their house and beat them opening night, that's a tone setter for any team, Absolutely. Uh, and especially the yep. Pittsburgh Steelers. With uh, everything that has gone on in their offseason, losing all the offensive firepower that they did, and still be able to open the season beating the defending Super Bowl champions, I, I think, like you said, I mean, that's a confidence. That's a huge confidence booster for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, so how important it would be to, to – even if they don't win, Sonny, if, it, if it's competitive and it comes down to, you know, one little slip-up on defense or because of a false start penalty, now they're out of field goal range and they don't get a chance to, you know, win the game on a field goal or something like that, I still think that's something that you can build off of if you are the Steelers. Absolutely. Uh, I don't mean to make it sound like they've been a losing franchise for the past 20 years and now they're finally winning, but what I'm saying is a lot of people's expectations are not what we expect of them because we're, we're one of the very few – uh, people, and I'm talking all three of us, that actually think that the Steelers are going to win this division. A lot of people are yeah. writing them off because of everyone that they've lost. So, um, with that being said, I really think that even if they are competitive and they really make New England sweat it out, um, I think that's, again, that's still a pretty good way to start the year off if you're the Steelers, just because of the expectations that most people have for the Steelers. Because everybody, yes, everybody's on the Cleveland bandwagon. Oh, the Browns are so great. Blah, blah, blah. Okay, whatever. You can, you can buy into that all you want. I'm not buying into it. I think they're going to be better. Yes, absolutely. But I think I think all three of us are just like I'll sell my stock on the Browns. I'll keep a little bit of it, but I'm going to sell most of it. So, um, so you on Pittsburgh? That's, that's my thoughts on it. Cuervo, are you on Pittsburgh? Are you uh, gonna are you gonna pull the trigger, or are you gonna go ahead and keep it? You know, Gillette Stadium Sunday Night Football. Of course, it's got the main frame going on. Um, so, what what do you think about that one? You know. I got a lot. I got a lot of love for Bryce, and I love when he comes on the show because he keeps it real. Every time I hear a big in. butt coming along. I can't. I can't ride with the Steelers tonight, though. Now, I got Juju on my fantasy team, so I really hope he, he comes through and has a huge game. <laughs> however, however, score three touchdowns, you know, lose by one, please. <laughs> yes, absolutely. 
<laughs> but yeah, I just—it's very rare when New England craps the bed on on a you know on a night like this. So um, I think New England wins. But look, I think the Steelers are going to keep it competitive. I really do. Yep. I think this is going to be a competitive hard fought game. The bed. Yeah, I, I don't even think they're going to crap the bed. I really don't. I, you know, I think this is a football team that um, is that it will always be in there. If they lose, they're only going to lose by a field goal or less. I mean, I, I don't know what the line is. Um, exactly. That's the one I'm not going to pick on our parlays. That's for damn sure. Um, but that that being said, that, oh, no. if the line is more than three, someone's not, paying, someone's not doing it right. Um, so that's the only way they'll lose that game. So, But I think I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to roll with the – I'm, I'm going to roll with – the, the the power of positivity of getting, you know, addition by subtraction. That's what I'm going by. I'm going by the power of positivity of addition by subtraction, and I think they're even better. And, and listen, those two guys on that team does make that team good, but I just think they're better because now the guys that were behind them are going to bust a nut to be that much better or at least try to be that guy that they just got rid of and make the guys happy they got rid of them at the same time. And so that's going to be it. So, Bryce, who you got at your, at your division winners? Okay, so well, well, well. Before I get to that, two things, Cuervo, you are absolutely right. I didn't say anyone needed to be drug tested until I listened to Sonny say he's been calling for Mike Tomlin's job and he's not the guy. He's been doing it for years. That means Sonny should have been getting drug tested eight years ago. <laughs> okay, Tom. Well, well, Tomlin's not not perfect. Just remember. Two to four, go back two years, and then three years and four years. Those were the years that they, they should have been gotten rid of them. Oh, my goodness. Clairvo, make sure that drug testing happens on this show before you get started. <laughs> uh, make no sure problem. I'll make it happen. <laughs> no, no, no. That's that's funny though. No, um, I'm going with the I'm going down with the ship. Um, I've got Pittsburgh winning this game. I think as the Patriots stand right now, you know, I think the last two years Pittsburgh should be two and zero against them. Um, I thought they got robbed in 2017. I thought they beat them last year. They were able to. They were able to to play games with the safeties. We've had, finally had enough experience back there um, to do that. I am concerned Sean Davis as a safety doesn't play, and Cameron Kelly, the backup safety plays. I think that could be a huge disadvantage for us because Tom is so good with the safeties. But I'm going down with the ship. I'm going to pick the Steelers over the Patriots tonight. My division winners. Hey, Let me get this quick. Oh, AFC East. Got to go with the Patriots hey, again. Hey, Bryce, I'm, I'm, wants yeah. to jump in here real quick. Right, hold on, go ahead. Oh Cuervo. no, because he mentioned he mentioned how the Steelers got robbed in 2017. I'm not and I'm not trying to uh, you know pour, pour salt on it. Was that the Jesse James game? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm not. I'm not. I wasn't trying to pour salt on them. I just want to make sure I remember right. Yeah, that's the Jesse James game. Yes, okay. it was the Jesse James game. And we still but don't know I what a catch I, is, I, by the way. But but. <laughs> <laughs> we still have to figure it out. 
All right, so AFC East, I got the Patriots. Um, again, it makes me want to vomit that they ended up with Antonio Brown. You put him in Edelman, bunch formations, you know, line them up inside. No team has enough depth at the slot corner to cover those guys. I mean, that's going to be a matchup tonight. So, but I got them winning the division. AFC South, even with even with your debut on Clowney gone, and even with the addition of Nick Foles, I'm going with the Houston Texans. Um, I think if Deshaun Watson returns to form, they they still got a lot of talent. I like Bill O'Brien um, as a as a as a coach there. I think they rally for him. Maybe don't ask me why, but they do it. Um, and I think they win that division. The Titans, I just don't think. I love their identity. I like the way they play defense, but I don't think they got enough offense over there. And the Jaguars, you know, I don't know. I don't know if I'm sold on the Jaguars. Um, I think they had a good year. I think last year they got exposed a little bit. I know Foles is in there, but, you know, Foles doesn't have the talent, offensive talents to round in him, um, aside from Leonard Fournette that he had over in the Eagles. So we'll see. I'm going with the Titans. Um, in the AFC North, all this talk about Cleveland and all that, you got to do it on the football field. I don't believe it. Taking the, regardless of what Sonny says, well, you know, I'll go the Max Tillerman route. You, you got you to look at the coach and the quarterback. Mike Tomlin, better, you know, more. I'm taking Mike Tomlin over tensions. I'm taking Ben Roethlisberger five times a day, all day, over ben, over Baker Mayfield. Coach and quarterback went if out. They're going to win the Steelers that him, okay? There you go. <laughs> uh, <laughs> AFC North goes to the Steelers. In the AFC West, it's the Kansas City Chiefs. I do not believe in the Los Angeles Chargers. When you go over to the NFC, NFC East, Cowboys can run the football. You know, they've got Ezekiel Elliott back. They've got their their version of the triplets. But I like the Philadelphia Eagles as a team over the Dallas Cowboys. Those two will battle out for the division. Um, NFC, NFC North, I'm still, you know, I'm even though Mitch Trubisky was god-awful, I'm still going with the Bears. That defense is nasty. I mean, yes, it is. Changes it. I mean, so, um, did they have on yeah, Thursday? Yeah, yeah. Despite of what happened, I still think they win that division. The NFC Thank West. You, Bryce. <laughs> the NFC you are West. Not on drugs, you don't this is going to be tough. Um, this is going to be tough. I think I'm going to go with the Seattle Seahawks to win the division this year. Wow. Um, I think wow. I'm going to go with the Seahawks. I think with Russell Wilson, um, better quarterback than Jared Goff, and I think their defense, that front seven, is going to be extremely nasty. Wait, wait, hold it, hold it. That was Clowney now, definitely. Yeah, but but wait a second. Now, are you sure? What you you just said? Now, and maybe maybe I misheard because I've been drinking a lot of coffee. Oh, you heard me. But maybe I misheard. Did, did you just did you just say? That Russ Wilson is better than Car- than, than um, what's his nose who just Goff. got the money in L.A. Jared Goff, one hundred percent. You're you're saying Russell Wilson is better than Jared Goff. I'm saying it, hundred percent. Cuervo, is, is is he the one taking the drugs now, or am I? <laughs> I, I, I I don't know. I mean, now I I think if he if he had the weapons, maybe he's better, but he doesn't have the weapons. 
Cuervo, I mean, Cuervo, break the tie. Is Russell Wilson, just at, looking at the quarterback position, is he better than Jared Goff? As of right now, yeah, I would say, yeah, I would say, because I think Goff still got, he still has some growing to do. There it but is. Goff, Goff has the better talent. I don't think so, Tim. Which gives him, which puts him, which gives him better numbers. But see, people mistaking that for, well, he's a better quarterback. Because if we want to go off based off just pure numbers, then Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the game right now. Right. Do we actually believe that, though? Absolutely not. And if you actually think that, you should be drug tested. Go see Bryce. That's only a buck over at Walgreens or the dollar store. <laughs> there, there you go. But, uh, but, yeah, I think people kind of stake in the difference between if you're a good quarterback or you put up big numbers that makes you look like you're a good quarterback. When you see them two on the field, I'll tell you, I guess we'll just put it like this. You put Russell Wilson on the Rams and you put Jared Goff on the Seahawks, what's the result? Russell Wilson's probably MVP candidate. I, yeah, I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it because of all the talent that's around him. Russell Wilson's a very good decision maker. And the difference between him, guys, and all of the other quote-unquote mobile quarterbacks, Russell knows when to do it and when he needs to be a pocket passer. Guys like Lamar Jackson haven't figured it out. Russell Wilson's got it. So, Give it a couple of years, though, and I think Goff is going to wind up being the better quarterback because he's got that pocket front that I want in the quarterback. I still think Goff at times makes bad decisions, and it costs them uh, games, or it can cost them games. So as of right now, yeah, I still think Russ got a small edge. Um, it's just we don't look at him that way because he really doesn't have any weapons up there in Seattle. Tyler Lockett's his best guy, and that's not really saying much. There, <laughs> there it is. Sonny, I need not say any more. NFC South, okay, you respond. NFC South, I'm going with the New Orleans Saints, the most complete team in the South. Division that's got, you know, the um, the greatest amount of quarterbacks. Most quarterbacks are on fire, but I got the Saints winning that division. I too. Yeah, is that no? Actually, I thought that was quite easy division. I, I don't know, but uh, it is what it is. Interestingly enough, he, he Bryce, always a pleasure uh, uh, being able to get up online. You're always welcome. The reason why I was not on the air last year, I was having uh, my internet went down, uh, so I, um, I I was dealing with that. Not that I can't do a show without the internet, it's just I was dealing with the internet company, so it was uh, it, it got in the way of my show. So, uh, but it is what it is. But uh, always good to hear from you, especially on week number one of the NFL. Make sure you join us back, at, you know, as the year goes on. I definitely will, guys. Always great to talk to you. Always a good time. And, yeah, it's good that football is back to be talking more of it. Definitely. That's what it's all about. It, it is that time. It is NFL time. So we, we got a little out of order. Let's head back into our order as the Tennessee Titans are on the road. They'll be taking on the Cleveland Browns. And it is all about hype. But here's one thing. 
And what have I said a lot today, Cuervo? I want to see it on the field first. Listen, I saw a little bit of it, but not enough. Cuervo, you know, this one one was simple for me because of that reason, the Tennessee Titans are going to beat the Cleveland Mm -hmm. Browns, and then the sky's going to be falling. Now, listen, the Cleveland Browns (laughs) should win this football game. If they're talking about how great Cleveland is, this should be a win. This is week number one in the NFL. And it is about surprises and upsets, and here's the big one right here. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, Cleveland is favored by, I think, four, if I saw the line correctly. Um, so, yeah, I guess it technically is an upset if Tennessee does win this game. Uh, but, you know, it goes back to what you and I have talked about. I'm not going to buy into the hype too much. Five and oh, a it's half. gone up. Cleveland, Cleveland is giving five and a half. When was the last time we ever said about the Cleveland Browns that they're a five and a half point favorite? Yeah, yeah, isn't that, that crazy to think about? Five and a half dog. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sometimes yeah, even more than that. So, um, yeah. Let's see. So Todd is listening. He's asking if they're going to go with Mariota. Yeah, I think they are going with Marcus Mariota. So I, I haven't heard anything about Ryan Tannehill. So I think I think they are starting with Mariota for sure. So, you know, I, I don't know. It, it'll be really interesting in this game. I I, I just you know I, I just want to see it. And, and listen, the Cleveland Browns on paper should win this game, Cuervo. And I don't even I don't even yeah, on paper. my mind on paper. They should win this game. And now what they got to do is prove it out on the football field. They have the paper, but will the paper go up and fire? Go up and fire. You know, you just like that biatch up and see what ends up happening because that's what's going to happen. And they're going to get a quick come to Jesus here on Sunday morning. They're going to get the quick come to Jesus that they're not as good as everybody seems to think they are. And then they have to and after the square vote, this game is a loss. What happens to this football team? Is the sky going to be falling, or are they going to get back up on that bandwagon? They just bumped off because there was a bump, and they're going to get back up on. Or That's going to be the big question. This right here might be the biggest game in Cleveland Brown history in reality as far as when you look at their future is concerned. I wouldn't go that far, Sonny. I wouldn't say this is the biggest game in, in, in history. Um do I think that uh, I, I think this is the start of, of you know to propel their future, but but uh, if they lose this game, is the sky falling? I guess it all depends on how they lose, how bad it is. If it's if they get shut out or they get blown, you know, the doors blown off of them, then. Yeah, I think I think you know you might see a little bit of the sky falling, or they you know start talking about well Baker Mayfield's not the guy we thought he was, you know something along the lines of that, or oh man we should have never traded for Odell Beckham Jr. That was the stupidest trade ever. And something's gonna come up. People are gonna make excuses as to why you know why they lost or overreact and just be like, oh, they never should have drafted Mayfield. They never should have traded Odell Beckham Jr. They should have traded Jarvis Landry because he sucks. Uh, you know, they should have never hired Freddie Kitchens as the head coach, which I kind of do feel yep. that way. But you know, I do. I, I that, feel that way. Remain, that remains to be seen. 
That remains to be you want seen, to turn though, your, Sonny, so. Do you want to turn your franchise around? You don't hire kitchens. Sorry. You just don't do it. Yeah, I mean, with, with, with the way that this team is set up, I just don't know if a rookie head coach was the right way to go, like you said. I agree. I just don't think yep. it was the right thing. So, you should have gotten more experienced on the line. guy. Yeah, I mean, you should have, yeah, you should have gotten a more experienced guy. And I, I don't know. Um, is it Todd Haley, their offensive coordinator? Hell, I would have said I think so. Yes, sir. As the head coach, so and I know he's not the best option either, but he's got experience. He's been the head coach before. Yep. So I don't know. Yep. Just, just my thought on that. So that whole thing is really huge. It, it, you know, it, it, we'll find out if they're for real. And I, I just, I right now. I don't think they're for real. We'll find out if they end up becoming real, uh, you know, after week number four. That's going to be the big test. The first four games of the season are big. Washington hits the road to take on in-division rival Philadelphia Eagles. I didn't spend a lot of time on this, and, and there's just, you know, four wide receivers on the uh, defensive or on the offensive side of the ball for Philadelphia. And when you, Washington has Trent Williams holding out, Jordan Reed has a concussion, Donald Penn signed early in training camp, is going to fill in for Williams, but that's not going to be enough. Vernon Davis takes Reed's spot. Sorry, not enough. Great names, too old, um, but not enough talent. Jay Gruden is the luckiest guy to have a job so far this year, but he gets the excuse of, look what you're giving me here, Daniel. But Daniel won't take the excuse very much longer. He might get this year. He might make it through this year, but Jay Gruden will be gone. He'll be in Oakland after that. That having been said, you know, I don't have a lot to talk about this game because Philadelphia is going to mop the floor with uh, with Washington. And that really kind of goes against what I said about Washington actually being second in this division. But, man, oh, man, they have been beat up as far as – and the biggest one, Trent Williams, not on a football field, that is huge for him. But here's the great thing about that. Trent Williams can go ahead and hold out. If they start winning games without Trent Williams, they can bring him up. And it could be just like uh, the year that Tom Brady misses the first four games of the season, and he's just going to be that much more fresh out on the football field. I think that's what Trent Williams needs, and I think that's why he's holding out. It has nothing to do with money. It has to do with how long the season is, and he can't keep up with it. Knock off four games, watch out, because he's a badass then. Only 12 games. He can make it through the rest of the season, Cuervo. That's the reason why Trent Richardson's hang, uh, Trent, um, um, Trent Williams is holding out right now. Yeah, because he wants to get paid, right, just like everybody else does. No, I think he – I don't even think it has to do with money. He's going to get the money because that's what's going to happen. This guy can't make it through the whole season. He's getting old. I mean, he's lucky to make it through a season. So if he goes the Tom Brady route, you know, Brady obviously getting suspended for four games, but Williams being out four games does nothing but make his value that much better as well, too, because the less time out on the football field for Trent uh, Williams, the better for his age. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean – See, this goes back to the conversation we've had many a times on this show as far as the use of PEDs and when or when it shouldn't be allowed. 
I think yeah. this is a case, you know, where a guy that's trying to recover from, from injuries. Yep. Look, if it's in a controlled environment, I don't see anything wrong with it. See, but that's the problem, too, though, Sonny. Everybody yep. will say, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, we're doing it in a controlled environment, and they just let the guy go wild. You know, he's shooting up every vein he's got in his body. So, yep. it's, you know, it's it's hard to – Trust people, I guess. Trust doctors and the integrity side of it. Uh, are they really doing it in a controlled environment, or like I said, they just let shoot up all he wants? Yeah, oh, conflict of interest. That's why they have to have it to be a third party. And we've talked about this before. If you get a third party, something nobody has anything to do with the team, then I, I, I say run with it. The only problem is, is you know, the simple fact of the matter is when you talk about that kind of thing, you know, you'll have to, someone, someone will write a check and then they'll get what they need. That's the reason why it'll never happen. True. Yeah, because money talks, you know, like, yep. like you just said, you know, it must be the money, and that's what it's all about. So. That's why you uh, so, can't really trust things nowadays. So, by, by the way, Cuervo, I, I, I forgot to write down, are you actually taking uh, Tennessee like I am over Cleveland, or are you taking Cleveland? Yes. Yeah. No, I'm taking Tennessee. No, I'm taking Tennessee. Okay, good. I just want to make sure I didn't want I didn't want to write it down wrong. So, and um, and, and again, uh, you know, when you look at this one, as far as Philadelphia is concerned, are, are you on Philly, or are you going to go ahead and grab the Washington deal? No. Um, look, I know, I know. Week one is all about upsets, but I'm not that crazy. The Eagles are going to win. I, I'm not either. I wanted to. I, I wanted to, but then I, then I saw the injuries. I saw Trent wasn't back, and if they had a few components, I, I was going to pull the trigger. But they don't have enough components for me to go ahead and pick the upset. This is not one that you could end up doing. Uh, you know, so that was that was one of the things. But here's one thing. Here's a bad thing because I wanted to pull the trigger on another one earlier, which is the game that we're going to talk about: the Cincinnati Bears, Bengals, and Cleveland. And listen, I have Cincinnati, you know, making a run in this division. Okay, the, the only problem is is they have to have AJ, AJ Green, and he's not there. That high ankle sprain, and, and by the way. He wasn't even on a walking boot yet, so it's even worse than what people are talking about. And just to let everybody know, that yeah. really just kind of changes my idea because really the Bengals need this guy because they do have a nice one-two punch, but if they don't have one, you really only have a two-four punch in reality. Um, you know, your number one and number two, which they become by default, they're actually in reality number two and number four. They're not number one wide receivers, and that's just going to make it that much harder for the quarterback to deliver the ball. I, I, I just see Seattle just wiping the floor with Cincinnati here in, the, in week number one. Yeah, who are they playing again? I can't remember. I'm sorry. Seattle um, Seahawks. Cincinnati is playing Seattle. Seattle. There you go. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, no. you know, oh, I, and I didn't have a lot. If AJ, I'm going to tell you right now, if AJ Green was in uniform playing and 100%, I'd, I'd be on Bengals right now. I would too. Um, actually, no, I wouldn't. Even if he, no, even if he was there, I still would, I would still be taking the Seattle Seahawks. Absolutely. Just, I just don't see 
Cincinnati just doesn't have enough. They don't. I, I, I so just think that, that unfortunately they made they made some changes, Cuervo. They made some changes, which I think are good. Which he changed the head coach. I almost didn't care who they wheeled in there. You know, they just needed to make the change. And sometimes the change of atmosphere is what changes the whole attitude of a football team. That having been said, you know, Andy Dalton needs his number one. If he doesn't have his number one, they're going to be they're going to be lucky to be in a dogfight or even close. I, right now, when I look at this game, and you know, as far as this is concerned, I don't know what the line is on this one. It's nine and a half. So there you go. I mean, it's damn near double digits on on the line. So you know, it'd be nuts. In reality, they, they pick Cincinnati to win this football game. I don't think there's I don't think they have a chance in snowball chance in hell. Yeah, I don't either. I, I, I expect Seattle to really, uh, especially now with the trade that they just made last weekend. Um, I got a little bit more love for the Seahawks, actually. Uh, I think I have the Rams winning the division. You know, Sonny, with your permission, is it too late to make any changes to the divisional pick? Let me turn the page because I know what you're doing. I know exactly what you're doing. All right, so yeah. that being said, yeah. go ahead and say it. I'll write it down. I know what you're doing. No, well, no, no, no. I'm not – I don't think I'm – I'm not doing what you think. Okay. Do I have Seattle second? You have Seattle second. I picked Seattle to win this division. Okay. No, You never picked mind. the Rams. I thought I had – You them. picked the Rams. I thought I had them third. For some reason, I thought I had Seattle third, but I already have them second. So, all right, disregard. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, no, they're going to finish second. No, I'm not that crazy. Very good. Uh, You're not that crazy. No, I'm not that crazy. (laughs) That being said, you're the crazy one. Wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. Guess what? Hold on. Boy can survive. All right. Now it's, it's party. Big Brian Tarvin. I couldn't find his actual intro, Woo! so but I like this song. And it, it describes the man itself. It is Brian Tarvin on a Sunday morning here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. Good morning, Big Bri. What's going on? Good morning, man. I cannot believe I'm an hour away from watching Cam Newton just completely skull drag that Rams team. I can't believe it. Wow. attacking me yesterday. Clairvaux attacking me the last couple of days. Coming after me because the Bears laid an egg. Well, guess what? Yeah. The Rams are going to lay an egg just for you, Clairvo. They didn't lay an egg, Tarvin. They they put up a big fat three burger. All right, correct. A three yourself. burger. Three burger. <laughs> well, that is an egg, isn't it? That, that, is, that yeah. is an egg. That is an egg. Well, hey, it's, a three, now, it's, a, it's a three burger with a with a fried egg on top. So here's the deal, guys. Let's just let's just not overreact. Week one, like people in college football are doing too. It's week one. The Bears are going to be fine. It's not time to fire coach or fire quarterback just yet. Just want to. I just want. I like to see people overreact, just like I do after week one. Anyway, hey, but 
but by the way, hey, Tar- Tarvin, you'd be very proud. Cuervo picked the Carolina Panthers to beat the Rams today. So, no, he didn't. He told me it was going to be 35 to nothing at halftime. <laughs> you got to go back in the – listen, you got to go – we get – listen, we gave the Carolina Panthers – and I mean we. I didn't pick them, but we gave the Carolina Panthers a lot of love. Go back in the archives and listen to it. Yeah. it you, you'll like they're, it. They're going to so be good. Did, no, they're not. They're be but, good. Okay. They're going to be but good. Gave, no, they we, are. <laughs> But we gave them a lot of love, so you know, we're we're, hand, we're 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 handling handling them with kid gloves for uh, for Tarvin's sake. Today. Well, here's the problem. Here's the problem with the Rams and like the Saints and people like that. They start very slow, and especially on the West Coast game or an East Coast game, a West Coast. I think it's a perfect opportunity for the Panthers to pull off the slide upset. But um, I'm interested to hear your opinions on the other games. Which games have you covered so far that I've been? Well, that's what I'm going to go through really quick. Uh, you know, we, you were on Green Bay, so were I, and the Cuervo picked Chicago. We have talked about Minnesota and Atlanta. I'm going Minnesota. Cuervo's going Atlanta. I'm going Minnesota by a field goal. I just think Minnesota at home, Kirk Cousins, they'll have a pretty good day. And, again, Atlanta's a team that kind of starts slow. They always start slow. Plus, they got Dirk Cotter there, so that's enough to pick against them. Minnesota and Baltimore, I'm on – I'm, I'm sorry, Miami and Baltimore, I'm on Miami. Cuervo's on Baltimore. Can I ask you why you would even think about taking Miami? Uh, yeah, because Miami at home, it, you know, it's magic. Remember last year they beat the Patriots at home yeah. last year. They did. They did. Well, I want to go with Baltimore, but I agree with you, Sonny. I don't have much faith in, in the Baltimore offense. So if there's yep. ever a game Miami's going to win is today. I'm going to stay with Cuervo on this one, but it wouldn't shock me if Miami won. So you're going Baltimore. So uh, then yeah. we talked about Buffalo and the New York Jets. We're both on Buffalo. We don't think the Jets have gotten enough. I think it's an Adam Gase deal. Um, the Jets are the Jets. They got Bell. I don't know. Is that enough to get them over the hump? Well, this one's a – I kind of like this game, first game of the season. Uh, but I'm going to go with the Jets, Sonny. At home. Just the, the crowd's going to be fired up. Everybody has a chance to win the Super Bowl. I like the quarterback situation better in New York. So, let's go with New York. So, heading out on New York. And then Kansas City at Jacksonville. We're both on Kansas City. We don't think Jacksonville's got anything enough to really, you know, Right home look, to my mom. Look, guys. Look, guys. I, I don't understand why the line on this game is three and a half. Um, this is a sucker bet to me. I'm going to take Jacksonville to win this game outright. Um, they're going to upset Kansas City. You said the Jacksonville Jaguars. They're going to upset Kansas City week one, and that's going to be one of the stories that they talk about. Um, well, I'll tell you this. Maybe if they don't win, even though I'm picking it, Kansas City will win by three if they do win. And I'm picking Jacksonville before the upset. Then the Rams in Carolina. I'm on the Rams. Cuervo did pick your Carolina Panthers. What do you think about this one? 
Cuervo's a very intelligent man. And, uh, I like Carolina's defense. I like that offensive line. I like McCaffrey. I just think, I mean, how many passes has golf thrown this year so far? I think seven. Zero. Oh, I, I, he I, thought, he, I thought he played one game. He had seven passes. I, no. so I'm wrong, of course. Well, you may not be, but I think he's a zero, and I really think they're going to struggle. So I've got Carolina in the first half, and I think Carolina wins this game by 10 points. Then we have Tennessee uh, against the overrated, overrated Cleveland Browns. I pray. I just pray right now that Tennessee beats them today. But... um, and heck, I'm just going to go ahead and take it, guys. Call me crazy, but I think Tennessee is going to come out and beat Cleveland. You think about it. All you've heard is distractions and Cleveland running their mouth all season. You haven't heard much from Mariota the Tigers. Mm-hmm. So, I like them going on the road and getting the win. And let's see what little hockey maker says after that. Yep. We're, we're both on Tennessee as well. And then we have Washington at Pittsburgh. Mark, mark that. Washington at Philly. Um, and we're both on Philly on that one. Well, if I pick against you guys in this one, you guys have to me committed. So, Philly's <laughs> loaded. They're, they're going to have a good team this year. Um, I really like Philly in this game. What's the line on that one? Like nine and a half or so? It, 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 I think it was. Ten. Hold on, let me find it. Uh, we were just talking about it. Uh, Philadelphia ten over Washington. Yes. Yeah, I like Philly. I think they cover. I think they win something like twenty-seven to thirteen. And and then the game we just got done talking about. We're both on Seattle uh, as uh, Cincinnati's on the road taking on Seattle in Seattle. Oh yeah, I'm going. And look, there's one. Here's one team that struggled to start the season. I'm getting a big echo, and I heard that when I called in. Is that just my phone? It's like I'm hearing myself talk. Are you? You won't. Uh, I know what the problem is. My bad. Okay. It's my bad. Okay. Sorry. I was, I was about to. I thought it was my phone, but look, if there's ever an upset special in the afternoon, it's the Bengals right now. Uh, Seattle, Cuervo, you know this, Sonny. Seattle starts very slow, and they don't get going till about week six or seven. I don't have the cojones to, to pick this upset, so I'm going to pick Seattle. But this is one I have circled. It could be an upset. Well, if they had A.J. Green, I would have picked them, but they don't have A.J. Green. That's the only reason why they would have won that game. So that's where I'm at up on that one. So, But – That'll take us to the game that we're going to be on right now, Cuervo and Tarvin. It is all about the Indianapolis Colts as they are going to be taking on the Chargers. Now, this this one just became very easy because of what happened at the quarterback position. The fact of the matter is there's nobody really even to talk about when it comes down to the Indianapolis Colts, you know, at the quarterback position. So when they get that figured out, I might be able to pick them, but I think the Chargers have the easy-peasy today there, Cuervo. Yeah, I think this this one's pretty easy as well. Um, you know, obviously everything that happened to Indy with uh, Mr. Luck 
and all that stuff. I think it really deflated the Colts uh, right before the season starts, too. That's the worst part about it. This all happened right as the season was starting. So, um, you know, it, 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 it sucks, but the Colts have to move on. They have to move forward with it. Well, Colts win, guys. Colts win this game. I think the distractions off the field and everything will be a relief to get on the field and play some football again and put the old Andrew Luck behind them. Got to remember, this Colts team has gotten a lot better over the years. They're ready to make a run, and I mean, I mean, Jacoby's not a bad quarterback either. Um, I just think the Chargers are missing a lot of pieces. I think uh, their quarterback's old. I just think they always underperform. Anytime they're favored at home, they always seem to lose. So I'm going to pick an upset with you guys here. The Indianapolis Colts going on the road, getting a big win. That'll be the story. Hey, Andrew Luck retired. Look, the Colts are 1-0. Well, you know, I, I, I want to, but, you know, I, I don't, who's, who's quarterbacking this football team? I, I, I'm going to tell you, I spent two seconds on this game. I, didn't, I don't even know who's going to be the quarterback. Who's going to quarterback this football team going into the season for Indianapolis? Uh, Jacoby Brissett, is that his name? Or Brissett, that's name. right. It's just, yeah, but, yeah. I, and I never have been impressed with him, so I'm not about ready to start now. Um, so, um, oh, this is a so, shot. I mean, think, think of what the Colts just did, Sonny. They just loaded this guy up with money. You talk about what makes you feel good. All of a sudden, you, you're making really nothing, and all of a sudden, these guys, Cuervo, how much was he getting now? About $27 million? I mean, to play quarterback yeah. for the Colts? I yeah. mean, what's the guy? There's no way. Paying, there's yeah. no way they're paying Jacoby Jacoby Brissett twenty seven million dollars to co- uh, the yeah. quarterback this team. Yeah. No, they actually they are. There's no way. Twenty seven million? Am I wrong am I wrong, Cuervo? I think it's twenty seven million they gave him. There's no way. There's no way. Listen, listen. I want. I, they, they need to call me. Okay, they need to call me. <laughs> that, that, that would be the worst contract in NFL history. Jacoby. Oh my gosh, a two-year, thirty million. Look it bucks. up. Okay, Look it up he's getting. He, okay, it's two years for thirty million is what it is. So okay. he get, they give fifteen. Okay. okay, fine. Give him fifteen. That's fine. I don't think he's worth that much either. But but two years, thirty million. Two million. But think about it. He was making like two million bucks, and he's been in this situation before. Which I mean, he had a terrible offensive line and no supporting cast around him, and he didn't do that bad. Now they've got people in place. He's got a fat paycheck. He feels appreciated. He feels wanted. He feels like the man. He's not looking over his shoulder. I think this Colts team could be something. Call me crazy. It's week one. I I, I, crazy, I, 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 I'm, I'm astonished yeah, you're crazy. that they're paying this guy $15 million. I mean, I, I'm, I'm complete. This guy sucks, okay? I, I'm on record. This might be – let's see. Who is the worst quarterback in the NFL? Guy, it's got to be him. <laughs> I won't even Trubisky. go that far. Uh, the worst quarterback I, is um, – I mean, it's tough to say, but it's uh, – It might be Brissett. Uh, it it's, might be Brissett. 
If it's not no. for set, oh, hold on. We're it, starting. No, no. We're starting. Uh, who's the guy starting down in Tampa Bay? Watson? Uh, Winston's not bad. Winston's Winston. not that bad. He's a pretty good quarterback. No, if you want me to be I'm honest, looking. I think the worst one right now is the, is the one that hasn't played a snap yet, Kyler Murray. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Well, yeah, I yeah there, there's no I proof on terrible. him yet, so I won't, I won't go that far. Hey, Jacoby Brissett, we know his game. This guy sucks. I'm telling you right now. This was, you know, he fired the guy who made that decision, and if it was the owner, he needs to sell the freaking team. He doesn't have a clue. I'm sorry. And didn't they get Brian Hoyer? Didn't you tell me that earlier, Cuervo? They picked up Brian yes, they Hoyer? Did. All right, yep, and I yep, think they paid him $12 million. I heard that. So you got that's Brian what I said. Hoyer. Your, that's 12, his boy. Oh, 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 $12 million for right Brian there. Hoyer. I, you want to talk about where's that puke sound effect? That's right there. Brian Hoyer. I mean, just give me $12 million and I'll, I'll go out there and run around for a little while. I mean, hell, give me yeah, $12 I'll, million. I'll take, a, I'll take an NFL hit for $12 million. There's no damn way. I mean, listen, Jacoby Brissett's the worst. I, I'm going to say it right now. Jacoby Brissett's the worst quarterback in the NFL right now, especially getting paid $15 million. I mean, good Lord. I mean, he's better, he's the worst better than Dak Prescott in this is. He's better uh, than Dak. Oh, listen, <laughs> Dak Prescott's top ten. Top, top ten. And all the you Dallas that, haters, okay, when he leads you to a up. Super Bowl, you better get down on your knees and kiss his feet. Because what makes me going to puke within the next three years, the Dallas Cowboys are going to win a Super Bowl. And that makes me want to puke. So, but it'll be because no, of they won't. Dak Prescott. Not with Dak Prescott. Not with Dak yeah, with that, with Dak, with Dak, and they'll be glad that they got him. They'll be. Glad I've got the worst got quarterback him. in the league. I've got the worst quarterback in the league, Eli Manning. How about that? Oh, you you mm. know what? You know what? Good one. You, 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 that good that one. is a good one. I I, I don't know. I, I I just might go history over. I mean, even Eli at his worst is better than Jacoby Brissett. No, nope, I can't. I can't go that far. And I and you know how much I love the bash Eli. Um, I I don't even think I would even go. Or that Andy far. Dalton. Andy Dalton. No, no, I, I, Andy Dalton should be on a different football team. The Arizona Cardinals should have traded for him years ago, and they didn't do it. That was a mistake. Um, I, and I, I'll live on that all day long. The Arizona Cardinals should have gra- grabbed up Andy Dalton when they had the opportunity and when Larry Fitzgerald was young. It, it was a big mistake that they didn't grab him up. So, by the way, Charlie. I'm just, I'm just I'm, disappointed um, they didn't go get Kaepernick. You know? <laughs> I, yeah, that ship sailed a long time ago. He ain't playing. Oh. Ever. He's never playing football again. God, <laughs> hey, how are you going to ask me, Sonny? Uh, no, I was going to tell you, we're at the end of the show, Cuervo and I are picking uh, parlays against uh, one parlay, a three-team parlay against the spread. So think about that before and, and shoot, shoot us over your parlay, uh, whether it's in text or if you tell me what it is now, I can write it down. But we're going to do that toward the end of the show. I've got it, I've got it right now because I'm going to cut off here in just a second and get the food and I'll come back on. Um, okay. I've got the Panthers plus two. Okay. Okay, I've got the Steelers plus six. Okay. And there's one more, right? And I'm yeah, one more. I'm gonna take and I'm gonna take 
the the Texans plus seven. Who, who plus seven? Texans. Texans. Okay. Houston, Houston Texans plus seven. seven against the Saints. Got it. All right. Cool. Rock and roll. So you're going to join us a little bit later before we hit off air. Yeah, I'm going to run in here to old Charlie's and tell him to come bring my food to me, and I'll call you right back for just a few minutes, and then I've got to go feed the kids. So, Man, I mean, I'm going to stay on mute. I'm going to stay on mute if that's okay with you guys. I'll stay on mute. Oh, you're more than welcome to do so. All right, very good. Then we're, yeah, we'll move can't on, do that. and we'll get yeah, – yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the king of the mutes right here, right? So, uh, yeah, exactly. That's right. Yep, so what we'll do then is we'll go ahead and you know so um is so Indianapolis um everybody is on uh the Chargers correct wherever you're on the Chargers right I'm on the Colts Tarvin's on the Colts Tarvin's on the Colts and Cuervo where are you You know I really want to pull the trigger Sonny but I'm not going to do it. Um, I'll, I'll go with Indy as well, or I'll go with the the Chargers. Um, it sucks that Derwin James ain't going to play, but that other than that, I, I like I, the Chargers. I think the Colts should keep it close, though. What is? I think the line is what like six or something like that. Um, the line. Let me get it. It's right here. I'm looking at it right now. It's six, six and, and a half. half. The Charger Chargers are giving six and a half, and I'd give a hundred. God. The Chargers are gonna—they're gonna roll them. I'm, 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 that defense is good, but they're gonna be out on the field the whole damn game. And because Jacoby Brissett, their quarterback, they—they'll have so many three and outs, it'll be pathetic today. It'll be bad. So, but uh, and by mm-hmm. the way, that game that the six and a half is one of my uh, one of my um, one of my uh, parlays. So um, six and a half, I, I give six and a half, LA. The Chargers giving six and a half. That's one of my parlays. So, uh, so they got to win by at least a touchdown. I think they will. So that that's one of my parlays. And then that having been said, we'll go into the next game that's up on deck here on the Couch Potato Sports Show, which happens to be my second parlay of the day. It's the Detroit Lions as the Lions take on the Arizona Cardinals at Arizona. I am on Detroit. And the main reason why is being that I don't trust the quarterback. Obviously, I want to see it first. I, I'm not going to anoint this guy as the second coming until I see it. Um, that having been said, you know, give me Matthew Stafford, better quarterback, has a couple of weapons, two new tight ends. Maybe he'll utilize them in the red zone. I don't know. But I just don't see how the Arizona, even at home, the, the big story is going to be Kyler Murray. But the big story will be is he's going to drop the ball. There's no way. I don't see how he. I don't see how the Cardinals can win this game. Um, basically, Wait. because of what's going on as a three and thirteen season uh, gets some mm-hmm. Kyler Murray. What that? Who's the other tight end they got? I know. Obviously, I know they drafted Hawkinson. Who's the other tight end that they picked up? I'll get or, that or in a I... second. I'll get it in a sec. They got two of them, you know, um, for the tight end. So, and they they got one in the draft at the badass. Um, yeah, it didn't even slip yeah, into See, yeah, that that guy that guy just might be um, uh, the 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 steal of the draft in re, in reality, Cuervo. Um, I well, think I think a, he's going to be. Detroit uses him the way he's supposed to be used. 
Yeah, know, we so, talked about um, that. You know, just Stafford, yeah. just not a tight end kind of guy. So, so that that being said, as far as that's concerned, is it's the tight end position. Um, I, I'm, I'll find out who it is here in just a moment. Uh, Joseph, uh, uh, no, no, uh, God, who is it? I'll get it in a second. So, but but I, I just I just don't see how Detroit doesn't win this game in reality. Uh, you know, Arizona, I don't think is is ready to take that step forward with their new superstar. So, you know, I don't know, Cuervo, am, am I missing something? No, I don't think so. I mean, the only way that I think Detroit loses this, this game is if they go in there overconfident. And teams tend to do that in week one. They think it's an easy win. Uh, you know, just like Pittsburgh, I'm sure, did last year when – you know, Cleveland uh, came to town, and and then the, the Browns wind up taking them to overtime, and the game wound up in the tie. Um, so that's the only way I could see Detroit losing this football game is if they go oh, in they there thinking Jesse that they're James just going to absolutely they got Jesse James from the, Pittsburgh from Pitt. Really? See, I didn't know yeah. that. Or yeah. I just you know Jesse James. Yeah. So I, I knew they had two. It just didn't come off my head. Um, so where where, no is, kidding. where it's at? But that's a good yeah. That's a good number two. I'll tell you that. That's a good I, number well, two. Why are you why are you guys picking Detroit for? Because Arizona sucks. I mean, they, you know, listen, he's a rookie quarterback. He's going to get destroyed. I, you know, I I just don't I, I I don't trust Kyler Murray. Do you think he's any good, Arvin? Well, I think they kind of sandbagged a little bit in preseason, didn't show much, didn't run him. I mean, you got to remember, he's going to be running the football uh, in week one. He wasn't going to run in the preseason. And I can't believe they're as bad as what I saw in preseason. That's probably the worst team I've ever seen in preseason. And I just don't think that's how they're going to show up at home in week one, if that makes any sense. No, I think one thing people I mean, forget if, is this if, guy if, can run. If they're doing a bluff, yeah. I mean, Cuervo or Tarvin, if they're doing a bluff, but if you're Arizona, you're not expected to be in the top two of this division, so why do a bluff at that point? I, maybe I'm missing something. Well, you just don't want them to prepare for him in the NFL. They've got all the college film. Again, let's remember, Detroit's not this great team, especially on the road. Um, I think Kyler Murray is going to have a pretty good day, and he's going to hit some home runs. Like, he's going to have some moments where you're going to say, like, oh, God, he's a rookie, but then he's going to break some tackles, get outside, and throw a bomb 60 yards downfield. I think that's where people are missing the boat on Arizona. Are they going to win six games? No. But are they capable of winning this game? Week one, that's when rookies usually have their best their best games of the first few until the, the defensive coordinators start getting film on them and taking stuff away. So I think this is a perfect upset, upset opportunity for Arizona right here. I think Detroit's hey, looking be- at them like you guys are, like they suck. Well, I I, I see why, do. because they do. Um, <laughs> yeah, and they do. But they, they do. Yeah, and – and listen, as much as I like Terrell Suggs, I mean, you know, he's in his 17th season, okay? The guy's 37 years old. I mean, you know, I, I don't know. I, maybe, maybe it's because I just don't trust Kyler Murray enough 
and Arizona was so bad last year that, you know, even the Lions, you know, even though as bad as they were last year, at least they got Matthew Stafford. Matthew Stafford can hit the guy down the field. So, you know, I, I just basically looked at the quarterback and Terrell Suggs being as old as he is, playing one last year for the money and not, you know, and playing in front of his own crowd. He's, I don't think, you know, take away from that, I don't think there's anything special about him. But the Arizona Reds, listen, they're, they're going to run, Detroit's going to run the football in this game. I mean, you can say whatever yeah. you want. They got that new dude at the quarter, that running back. You know, that guy's gonna, that guy's going to carry a heavy load here today at the running back position because of the Auburn fact man. that if they're going to that Auburn boy, yeah, yeah exactly. Carry on. Um, I got but, him in two uh, of my leagues. Johnson, I need him exactly. to produce. So, yep. Yeah. Tron Johnson. So that's another thing. They actually got a running game. Arizona don't have a, have a running game. If they do, I yeah, they do. Kyler it. Murray. Yeah, Kyler yeah, Murray. Kyler Murray and uh, Johnson. And Johnson is a broken down, you know, flat tire guy. So you know, He's when that, when that year, guy actually, he? huh? Is it Arizona's running back out for the season? No, he, David Johnson should start today, if I'm not mistaken. That's who it is, David Johnson. Um, no, not I, yet, Tarvin. The game hasn't started yet. But he will be very <laughs> soon. <laughs> no, I thought he was out for some reason. Like, I thought he was actually hurt. I may be wrong. Um, See, I told you, having kids, I don't have time to keep up with everything. Yeah, I understand. <laughs> I understand. I'll, I'll look, but I'm almost sure he's starting. I, I haven't read anything or heard anything uh, that he's not going to be, you know, in uniform. And maybe I just missed I think it. I'm, 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 I'm going to tell you right now, I'm not paying attention to the Arizona Cardinals at all. If Arizona, if, he, if they do run Murray, if they're stupid enough to do that too much, look at the size of this guy. He's going to get hurt. I mean, you see Cam, yep. a big dude. He could, he's fast and everything. Quarterbacks are not made to run in the NFL, and they do not last long. So, and oh, they, somebody they, yelling mm-hmm. him. It, it, it gets, you can't like, run. Like a, a train. It's a train wreck. You know, every time a quarterback yeah. gets hit in the NFL, it's a train wreck. And it's normally the defensive player that is the train. And the, and the uh, quarterback is the car. They just get wiped out. <laughs> so, I don't know. Uh, so, are you on Arizona, Tarvin? Are you going to pull the trigger on that I one? I am. I'm pulling the trigger, guys. I'm either going to be dead last after this week or you guys are going to have me up on a poster in your bedroom. Bizarre <laughs> call NFL football. Grandpa, who you got in this King. I'm going to go with uh, Detroit. I I'm, stick with Detroit. I'm on Detroit as well. Um, yeah, big surprise. Uh, <laughs> I'm saying, and and you know that having been said, you know, then we go to the game that that you know Eli Manning in Dallas. Everybody is high on the Dallas Cowboys, and this is week number one. But I don't even have enough to. It, it's Eli Manning. That's all I gotta say. There's no way I can pick mm-hmm. that. I, I I can't pick that. So Dallas, you're picking the Giants. This game. Say again. So you're picking the Giants, is what you're saying? Yeah, I yeah, just cannot, <laughs> just cannot. You know that that it may be uh, it well, may be we know week you love number one, life, wild week number one, but not that wild. I can't do it. So yeah, I I didn't even think about it. I don't even care who the personnel is. It's just one word, Eli. Oh. That that right there tells me who oh. loses the game. 
I can't. I can't take the Giants in this one, guys. I I don't blame you. How about you, Carvin? Uh, is there any reason why you would pick the uh, pick no. Eli Manning and the Giants? Well, not at all. Okay. No, so Cowboys I, I, by fourteen. Cowboys by 14. And the reason why we're skipping over those games is because I don't think anybody, I, I think the consensus. Now, the next game that is up on board that we will talk about, I think that there's a lot to talk about. San Francisco flies across the country, goes to Tampa Bay. Now, we got to find out is Jimmy G for real. We have to find out, you know, at the quarterback position for. You know, is is Winston ready to take on and be the guy? Um, new head coach over in Tampa Bay. That too. That's a big influence on whether or not you're gonna who you're gonna pick in this game. Uh, so you know, Tarvin, I'll I'll shoot it over to you. You know, new coach, new situation, Tampa Bay. San Francisco is supposed to have the second coming with Jimmy G off of uh, an injury all most of the season last year. What do you think about this one? I like the Bucks at home just because um, I think they play well at home. I think they've got a good offense. I won't see what Garoppolo does until he shows me he can stay healthy. I mean, he's, he's had like seven stars in the NFL. So, I'm just going to take them. I'm going to have to go in a minute. So, just so you know, so I don't get penalized, I'm going to take the uh, the Patriots. Um, so, I want to do how about this I'm just going to do the, the Patriots right now and then I'll come back for the Monday night games how about that because I haven't even looked at okay. it okay and, oh, and your show are you doing a show tonight I'm going to do my best too guys it's just crazy I'll know it about 4 o'clock okay very so good a, if I do it it'll be at 8 o'clock eastern 8 o'clock yeah, eastern alright all right, then if you can't text it over to us in the Facebook, and I'll write it down. Thanks for joining us, Sarvin. Appreciate it. All right, guys. Have a good Sunday. You're in red zone. Here All right, Brian. Yes, yeah, sir. It, it's, Absolutely. It's the only way to do it. So, you heard he went ahead when Tampa Bay he likes the offense. Hey, listen, Bruce Arians, badass. Sorry he is, but I don't know if he's bad enough. Um, you know, as far as what's going on there, I don't trust Jameis Winston. And, and listen, when you when I pick these games, I, I the first thing I ask the question: Do I do I trust the quarterback? That's the first question. Whenever I'm looking at these games, and who do I trust more? Well, I do trust Jimmy G as long as he stays healthy more so than I do trust. Jameis Winston, I, I don't just always pick the games that way, but that's my first question, Cuervo. So is Jimmy G the better quarterback out of the two? And is it, if he is, is it enough for you to pick San Francisco over Tampa Bay in Tampa Bay against Bruce Arians? No, I think Jameis is the better quarterback because I think that he's got the better personnel around him and he's got the better coaching. Look, I, I'm, I'm not – bashing Kyle Shanahan, but I think but I think you can look at Bruce Arians' track record and say, yeah, that guy knows what he's doing. So um, <clears throat> so I kind of trust Bruce Arians a little more than I do Kyle Shanahan. Um, that's why I give Winston the edge. It's, it's not about necessarily the players themselves, uh, but, um, you know, but, but kind of like what Tarvin said, I know you can look at Jimmy's record and say, wow, that's pretty impressive. He's like 8-1 and one as a starter or something like that, right? But, I mean, that that's 
are we really talking about a whole lot here? Um, to oh, me, I, I think I that think, I think, I think that, Jimmy G's ten times better than Jameis Winston's ever been. Um, you know, I you know maybe it's me. Maybe I I, I have a problem with Jameis. I don't like the kid, so that's number one. I don't like him personally, and then I don't like his game. So he has a double whammy on me. This guy hasn't proven anything to me in the NFL, and I don't know if Bruce Arians is going to be enough. Um, and and I, I trust Bruce Arians. I just don't trust the kid because listen, you can put you can put Bruce Arians in your on your football team as your coach, and you can have one damn good coach. But if you don't have a guy that even understands the offensive line, and or if you take a look at it as Todd put in a message to me, the Bucks have no offensive line, I, and and I knew that going into this. So you have a double whammy. You don't have anybody protecting them. Jameis Winston is going to be on the run. The big question is, is how does he adjust to having to be on the run? And this part I'll give you, Cuervo, Bruce Arians, if he can't make him better at that part of the game, nobody can. Um, yeah. No, I mean, you're right. I mean, you know, the offensive line thing is obviously an issue. I mean, does San Francisco have one, though? I mean, how good is their offensive I- line, yeah. I I, I, and I just go by storied franchise there, you know, maybe, you know, out of the two, which one, you know, there's just a lot of that. I hate this game. This might be the worst, the other worst game on the, on the board in reality. I know. I think it could be entertaining. Yeah, I think a, we'll be a, over there at red zone quite a bit. Uh, but as far as quality of football, I don't know if we're going to get it in that game. True. Now we'll see how much they showed on the red zone. Um, but I mean, Tampa Bay. The way is that? A, is that a later game, or is that starting first thing? Yeah, in, late first thing. Late, in late game. I go. I go in order unless uh, we have uh, someone jump in yeah. like earlier. You know, uh, but I go. So, so we're in the afternoon. Yeah, we already covered the Sunday night game. This is the last regular, uh, the regular game before we go to Monday night. We'll talk. We'll take a little bit to talk about them, but uh, but this is yeah. the last Sunday game here today. Okay. Uh, well, with that being said, um, so I would have used the excuse of, you know, the fact that the 49ers are traveling to the East Coast would be a factor, and I, I normally don't like using that that whole uh, situation. But I tell you, over excuse. time, over the years, over the years, it does it does play a factor. I, I, that's another reason why I like Carolina to beat the Rams today because. You know, over here, the Rams are playing at 10 in the morning on the West Coast. So, uh-huh. um, you know, this is later. people think that it's – yeah, it's it's it does have a small effect on teams when they go from the West to the East. So, with that being said, I, I the fact that this game is one of the later ones, it's not, it's not going to be a, a, a factor. But I just – I just think Bruce Arians – is going to really help that offense go to to another level. Um, you know, with Mike Evans and Godwin and those guys at receiver. Um, you know, Jameis has some guys he can throw to. OJ Howard is, is a is a good tight end. Um, you know, the running game is the only thing that I'm not sure about with Tampa Bay. Um, Got so, it. 
Offensively, right. I think they're I think they're solid in the passing game, but yeah, I mean, offensive line hurting a little bit. San Francisco, they don't really have much. I mean, who who do they? Who's Jimmy going to throw the ball to? Who who's their who's their top receiver? Who's their? I, it might be, I mean? it might it might be Marquise Goodwin. It might be the number one. I'm, I'm going to look. At, I you know just off the top of my head, I don't know uh, per se. Um, and, and here it is, right here. So. At the number one wide receiver for it is uh, Dante Pettis and Marquise Goodwin are their number ones. Uh, uh, then the backups are Kendrick Bourne and Richie James. I have only heard of Kendrick Bourne. Um, and then they got a couple of rookies at number three. So, you know, I, I, Marquise Goodwin, if he gets past you, he's the fast. By the way, he's the uh, former Rowlett Eagle right there for my locals, uh, the fastest man in the NFL. Uh, won a million bucks for doing it. I hope he got paid, by the way. And then Dante Pettis uh, the, uh, uh, on the other side. And then yeah, they have yeah, uh, I mean, the, George Kittle at the at the tight end position. Okay, uh, and that's, that's good. Yep, so that's a good one. That's that's to it. That's you know, and and I don't know, you know, I you know, Matt Breda at the running back position does not impress me at all. So, mm-hmm. yeah, he's gonna have I, to throw I the mean, football. <laughs> exactly, and. And that and that and when teams become one dimensional like that, Sonny, that's when teams get in trouble. I mean, look Good at point. Thursday. I mean, you know, Chicago's a great example of that. Yep. But, um, you know, you got to have that balance. Good so point. So then, yeah, I'm taking Tampa Bay. I'll take but Tampa Bay to win. He's on Tampa Bay. I'm on uh, San Francisco. Uh, either one of us are going to have a great day or one of us are going to have a bad day or both of us will miss enough to where we'll be tied. We'll find that out. So what we're going to do now is we're going to take the last break of the day. When we come back, we'll talk about the Monday night football games. I have one more team to pick in the three-team parlay. I am on Detroit. Um, as far as that is concerned, Detroit uh, two-and-a-half um, giving to Arizona and then I am on the Chargers. Uh, they're giving six um, over to Indianapolis. So I got my third one here. We'll do that on the other side. You're listening to that being said here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. We'll be right back. This is Sunday Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, letting you know about Karen McKinney of Budget Blinds of Rowlett. Find a little inspiration by browsing our product, whether it be the latest trends, child safety, or smart home technology, and more. Contact Karen McKinney at 972-722-9300 or visit her on the web at budgetblinds.com forward slash Rowlett. You can also learn who they are as well as their approach and products, and you can also schedule a free home consultation. Again, contact Karen at 972-722-9300 or log online, budgetblinds.com forward slash Rowlett. This is Sunday Clark Radio Voice of your Rowlett Eagles letting you know about Liberty Air and Heat. Everybody knows what the Texas heat can do your air conditioning and heating systems. That's why you need the experts that deliver the best and most honest service in the Rowlett area. We provide the high quality air conditioning and heating services that keep you more comfortable when you need it. We strive to always meet and exceed customers' expectations, competency, and accountability, as well as satisfaction. 
So contact Liberty Air and Heat at 469-678-9444 or visit them on the web at libertyairandheat.com. This is Sonny Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, letting you know about Landon Huey and 19 Ministries. One of the things we want to do is we have this idea, the name that's kind of sticking right now is Rowlett Revival. And we know that there are a lot of hurting um, and broken people across the city. Um, out of a population of 60,000, there's close to 40,000 that aren't saved. And we want to do like a Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, we will bring in a guest speaker and he's just going to share the love of Christ and we want to connect people in the city up with churches and where they can find a healthy church family and find people that believe in them and find a God that loves them. Jesus came for a broken world and man, he, he loves and cares for everybody in the city. And so we're excited about that. We're working through details right now, but our vision is to see God's going to reach a lot of people. So make sure you contact Landon Huey at 19 Ministries at 972-835-8665 or check them out on the web at 19ministries.org or uniterowlet.org. This is Sonny Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, asking, are you looking for a new home? Want to know what your house could sell for in today's market? Then you need to contact realtor Jeremy Morgan with Ray Hubbard Real Estate Group at Keller Williams Rockwall. Whether you're buying, selling, leasing, or investing, he can help you get where you need to be. Visit RayHubbardRealEstateGroup.com or make an appointment today by calling 214-236-2914. That's 214-236-2914. Jeremy Morgan with Ray Hubbard Real Estate Group, Keller Williams, Rockwall. Find out how Merchant Masters, DFW, specializing in small business companies, can help you save money and protect your customers' information with our credit card processing and point-of-sale systems. In 95% of our cases, our services save our clients money. So, what makes Merchant Masters, DFW, different from all the others? It's an integrity-first approach to each client we work with so you receive the very best including financial savings, lowest possible rates, superior technology, and improved support. So claim your free audit at MerchantMastersDFW.com or contact John Beeman at 262-339-5470 for more information. That's 262-339-5470. Merchant Masters DFW, different from all the rest. This is Sonny Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, letting you know about RowlettFood.com. Do you want to have dinner delivered, but you don't want to use Uber Eats? Contact someone locally that can do the same thing at a better price and faster. All you have to do is pick a restaurant on the list at the website, tell us what you'd like to order, then check out, and you'll have your food within 25 to 45 minutes, depending on distance. Check out RowlettFoods.com for your next meal at Raising Cane's, Golden Pot, Ponchos and Lefty, and more. Give us a call at 972-408-8002 or check us out on the web at RowlettFood.com. On the Couch Potato Sports Show, it is Sunday. It's that being said, as we look at all the games that are out there. 
Got two Monday night games. I don't know if we're going to be able to get on air on Monday to do them. And I just lost Cuervo. He dropped off there. Uh, but that's where we're at right now. I have got my parlay that I'm going to pick you know, just to put it out there. And we're just added this onto the segment just to give us a whirl. Parlay is to pick three games. With the odds, and we're, we go off of a, a page on the odds that will go on. Um, so the numbers that we'll uh, – that might be different than what you're looking at. We're going by on a page that we, that we are going to go by. All right, so that being said, I talked about my picks. The Lions, I think they're giving two and a half to Arizona is the easy pick. Uh, of course, I think they win at least by a field goal, if not by more. Uh, this might be – this might – Throw a monkey wrench in my parlay. Remember, you got to win all three in order to win the parlay. And then I got the Chargers giving six and a half. And I know that's a big number, but at the same time, I think the Chargers are in pretty good shape against the Indianapolis Colts. I think they cover that just fine. I don't think there's anything to worry about. And then I had my choice. I wanted. I, I didn't know which one I wanted to take because it, parts of me I knew what I wanted to take. I know that Kansas City is going to beat the Jacksonville Jaguars. I went with that game, so that's going to be my third team. Kansas City giving three and a half to the Arizona or to the Jacksonville Jaguars. But I almost pulled the tri- trigger on a big number to try to prove a point. But I, I just couldn't do it. I wanted to make the smart bet. I don't know if in reality is Philadelphia giving Washington ten is a good thing. As it is an NFC East game, and there's always dogfights every single time that they get together. So that being said, I decided I'd go Kansas City more so than that game. So if I win a four-teamer, I would go ahead and do – I'd give the 10 points. So on a four-teamer, I would add the um, Philadelphia Eagles giving 10 to uh, – to the Washington Redskins. So that's about where I'm at on that. So it should be interesting to see what ends up happening on that. Uh, Cuervo hopefully will get back and let us know who his uh, um, picks are for the parlay that we just had done, just to have a little bit of fun. Because normally we don't look at the spreads and figure out. We just pick the winners here. We don't go by the spread. Um, so we just to throw a little bit in there as far as the spread is concerned, we'll throw out our parlays out there for you out there to get it all squared away. So what? The, so since I lost Cuervo, what I am going to do is I'm going to go ahead and shoot it back into the Monday night games because that's just what I do here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. That being said, on Sunday morning, and there he is. So that, I'm glad he's back there, Cuervo. So I don't know if you heard, but Cuervo, my three-team parlay is going to be the Lions giving two and a half, the, um, the Chargers giving six and a half, and my third one was Kansas City, three and a half, uh, given those to the Jacksonville Jaguars. So that means they got to beat them by more than a field goal. I don't know if that's good, bad, or indifferent. I almost pulled the trigger on 10 points, 10 points Philadelphia over Washington. So in a four-team parlay, I would go for that. I, you know, But on the three, I have the Lions given two and a half, Chargers six and a half given to um, the Jacksonville Jaguars, and Kansas City given three and a half to Indianapolis. Do you have your pick for your parlay up yet, or do you still need time to think about it? We need to hit the last two games. 
No, I do, kind sir. I do. Okay, then who do you got on your parlay? All right, so first one is going to be Tennessee plus five and a half. Okay. Number two, I know you didn't take it, but I will. Take Washington. That game is going to be closer than people think. The Eagles are going to win. The Eagles are going to win, but it's going to be a close game. Rarely do you ever see a blowout in week one. Rarely do you see a blowout in week one. So that is my second one. Last but not least, Tarvin, Carolina plus one and a half. Carolina gets the one and a half. So we'll see how we do on the parlays, uh, you know, based upon that. Um, was that based on the number on the uh, webpage I sent you, or is that uh, based upon something else? Uh, it's it's something else, Sonny. I, I, I already had one open. I didn't see the one that cool. you uh, Got it. had posted. Yeah, I, just to let everybody know uh, where I got the lines <clears throat> and how I did it, they, they post them out um, on Sunday morning on the lines. Dot com. That's where I'm at. That's where I'm going to gotcha. go for the. Uh, are my, for my, are my numbers up. different from yours? Were my I numbers don't know. Different? Let me Is take a look at it. See. So you had uh, Tennessee plus five and a half, and that is correct. Washington plus 10 is correct. Now, the Carolina game, let me find out what that one was. Carolina, they're at home, right? Carolina's at home. Yes, yes. Where Where is that game at? Where is that game? I must have zipped on by it. Uh, yeah. Carolina, Carolina, Browns, Carolina, uh, two and a half. What did, what did you have? One and a half. Oh, two and a half? So, Mine was one yeah. and a half. Yeah, I'll definitely take so, it. No, no, Based you, off you got numbers. your page. You, you, no, no, no. We'll go by what you see. If you say it's one and a half, we'll go by that. Uh, you know, that's the, the page that you looked at. That's work, that works for me just fine. So, um but the lines, it's, it, it, they, they fluctuate. So whatever one that you're looking at is good enough for me, my friend. All right, Sonny. Yeah, I, I, you know, big numbers. That's That was my thing. And on top of that, I picked, I picked the underdogs in those two games anyways, being Tennessee. And, and Well, I didn't pick – I picked the Eagles to win, but I don't think they're going to cover 10 points. I just don't see that yeah. happening. That, that's gonna. I think you're right, Cuervo. I think that's gonna be tough. I don't know. I went ahead and did it like if I did a four-team just for fun, um, but uh, I not enough to pick it in a three-team parlay. That one just went a little mm-hmm. bit away from me. Either way, because I just don't know. I mean, you know, it, it could, like you said, is it week number one? Is that the reason why that it would end up happening? Uh, you know, yeah, I don't know. So yeah, it, that's the reason why I uh, went ahead and just kind of. Uh, you know, said, nah, we'll just stick with it. So that being said, of course, that's the name of the show, Cuervo. Um, we're going to head on over to the Monday night games as we got uh, about eight minutes. So we'll just cover them really quick. Houston at New Orleans. I, 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 I didn't think a lot on this one. This game is New or- at New Orleans. I don't think Houston has enough. Um, I don't know. Did they ever get did, – did Clowney get traded, Cuervo? But that was part of some big trades that happened. Did that actually trade happen? Oh yeah! Oh, what? where have you been, Sonny Clark? Uh, no, I, I, I heard about it. I just I didn't know if it yeah. actually went through. I knew. I, oh, it. I, it, it. Sonny, David Clowney is a Seattle Seahawk. 
No, there, that's where I thought he was going to go to, which helps the defense big time over there with uh, Wagner. Um, so it makes it even more fun. Uh, but, you know, they got our guy right here, Charles Aminahu, right here, will be starting for this. He is a former Rowlett Eagle, starting for the Houston Texans as a rookie. Uh, so that that's pretty cool. Um, Very but nice. I, not enough for me to go ahead and say the Saints should, the Saints should win this. This game and reality on the first game on Monday Night Football. On they do that on the first week of the NFL season, two games on Monday night. This is the first one. Yeah, yeah, and then I'm I'm gonna do everything I can to uh, play a little hooky at work tomorrow so I can get home and and watch these games because uh, you know week one is always exciting, Sonny. So always, uh, definitely. Yeah, so and you know, and you I guess one? that's the yeah. I, I like. I like the Saints. You know, look, I, I've got a lot of love for the Texans this year, too. Both of these teams I've picked to win their divisions, respectively. Uh, but I think that at the end of the day, look, New Orleans at home, it doesn't get much tougher than that. All right? So, um, on top of them losing Clowney, um, that really puts a, a huge dent in the expectations for the Houston Texans. For me, it's yep. not enough to – put anybody in front of them uh, just because I think they're just that much better than everyone else in that division. So now, especially with Andrew Luck retiring, but, um, but I do think that defensively um, it's, they're not going to be as dynamic. Um, And I've told a lot of people this and people in Houston may hate me for it. So if we got any Texans fans listening, they they might, they might call from my head. If you were going to trade somebody, I'm just going to say it, Sonny. I think they should have. I think they should have considered getting rid of JJ Watt over Jadavia. I agree, 110 percent. Just because of the health, the age, look, and and I think he's a lot more value. You could have gotten so much more for JJ Watt than you would have Jadavion Clowney. And I don't know what the I problem agree. was with Clowney, and I don't know why they they shift him off. Um, Maybe because they felt like he was asking for too much money. Uh, but uh, my thing is now you got a guy that has back problems constantly. What's going to happen if J.J. Watt goes down, if he goes down again? Week number one. And you're, you're not going to have anybody that, that can get to the quarterback if that happens at any point in the season. You have nobody to get to the quarterback now because you decided you were going to let your ego get in the way as a front office and say, oh, you want X amount of dollars? Uh, thanks, but no thanks. We're going to ship you to Seattle. And now Seattle is going to reap the benefits from it. And, and so, yeah. That's, well, the that's Texans the were going to trade Clowney to the Dolphins, and Clowney said, uh-uh. That, that's not happening. Um, and more on the fact that I don't know if he didn't want to play for Brian Flores or if he wanted to avoid playing against Bill Belichick two times a year. Um, I, it was one of the two or maybe a combination of both, um, but the simple fact of the matter is is that he did end up in Seattle um, after he says no to that one. I didn't realize he had a no-trade uh, uh, clause in his contract where he says no to something like that. 
Um, so that I find that very interesting as well. Uh, that uh, he, uh, according to some of the things I'm looking at, he said no to uh, the Miami Dolphins. Yeah, I didn't know he had that either, Sonny. And that's that's really interesting that he had that power to axe that that trade. Um, I personally don't think players should have no trade clauses, but that's just me. I agree. I'm not a big fan of it, uh, but at the same time, if you're a veteran, now you you look at Clowney. Clowney hasn't been in in the league forever, so you know, like some of these other players. So, um, but. I didn't realize that he had that in, in reality. I didn't also know. I mean, you, you're talking about a guy that came into the uh, league in 2014. Uh, so he might have been able to get generate enough of it. But what he did end up doing is getting an $8 million contract um, on top of that. So that was really nice for him. Um, and, and out of this new contract that it came out, uh, he got $15 million and uh, – Looks like seven seven a million of a signing uh, contract uh, signing bonus. Oh, okay. I just got the update that we only got a minute and a half left to go. I, I'm just to let everybody know I'm on Denver over Oakland. Uh, they, I haven't won the AFC uh, West. They got to win this game in order to get it. So I, I'm on, I'm on Denver. I like the running game. And yes, I know there's been some changes with personnel in uh, Denver. But I'm I'm just gonna I'm gonna go ahead. New Joe Flacco. Let's find out what happens. Cuervo, who you got in this one? Yeah, well, I'm taking the I'm taking Denver now. <laughs> I wasn't going to originally, but uh, yeah, you want to talk about personnel change? Uh, yep. You know, like I said, I I did have the Raiders winning this game. Uh, not anymore. I'll take Denver. Hey. Can't 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 pull the trigger. Come on, Cuervo. I mean, yeah, pull the trigger a little bit. You know, give it a whirl. Yeah, no, I'm good. Thank you, though. I appreciate the offer, son. <laughs> All right, so that's gonna do it for us here on the Couch Potato Sports Show as we get past it's week number one. Either either you're gonna be real good, or I'm gonna be real good, or vice versa. Or maybe we'll meet in the middle because we got a lot of differences in this one. We'll find out what happens after week number one. Enjoy Red Zone. We'll see you next week. On that being said, don't forget about Robert Eagle Football taking on the Plano Wildcats Friday. Here's the pregame show at 2 o'clock. Kickoff at 7 on Friday from Plano Wildcats Stadium. We're out of here, everybody. Have a good day. Bye-bye.